author of Hidden History, Crimes and Cover-Ups in American Politics, 1776 to 1963, and Survival of the Richest, Donald Jeffries separates the real from the unreal. Fact from fiction. Fact from fiction. Reverse engineering our manufactured reality. And now, from just outside the swamp-infested Washington, D.C., this is I Protest with Donald Jeffries. And welcome to I Protest. This is Donald Jeffries coming to you sh- five o'clock sharp Eastern. I know a lot of you listeners are surprised out there. A lot of times we're running behind, but our guest was here promptly, and uh, hopefully we won't have any technical glitches today. I've cleaned up, I think, my internet problems, so hopefully uh, uh, we won't have that today. My uh, return guest, uh, a guy I admire very much, uh, Richard Pockner, citizen, citizens Richard, citizen journalist. Uh, just he does he epitomizes what I talk about in the alternative media people citizens doing journalism. He's doing what no so-called investigative journalist will do. They won't. They don't do anything. They and they would scoff at him doing it. So he is um, more so even than Jason Goodman is really who's also been on the show has has gone out and filmed these empty hospitals. He's done other stuff too. We'll talk about that. But I, I want to talk a lot about that because it intrigues me. Richard, welcome back to the show. Hey, Don. How's it going, buddy? Thanks for having me. Oh, it's my pleasure, man. I'm, I'm a huge fan of yours, and uh, it's good to know you're still you're still doing it. So uh, <clears throat> tell us what you're doing right now. Are you still – did you – I had asked you about these uh, – the latest – because, of course, we get nonstop fear porn and nonstop stories about – they're still doing the overcrowded conditions everywhere. And uh, lately we've been hearing about the children's hospitals being overflowing with, I, I don't know what they claim it is. I don't think it's COVID, but it's some, something. I don't know. Uh, did, did you get a chance to check out any of them and see if they're uh, lying about that as well? Yes, I did. I, I was just down in uh, Arkansas, uh, Little Rock, and I did a, a two or three minute video that I posted to the channel from there. Um, I went in to take a look. There's still full mask enforcement. I mean, across our medical community, uh, from dental visits to children's hospitals to regular physical exams at your doctors, it's mask enforcement is still in full uh, full throttle in the medical community. You know they just won't let go of COVID. Uh, they just won't let it go. And uh, and but I was at a children's hospital, the waiting area. There was one family with one child. There wasn't very busy that I could tell. I know the mainstream media is talking about RSV. And some other things. I, the reality is the program is still running. They they amplified the program with a mRNA vaccine, which is causing tons of side effects. Ultimately, for big pharma, it just turned out to have more dependent customers. Uh, that's what we're looking at now. I think uh, there's a lot of doctors I've interviewed and talked to that talk about a timeline for this vaccine. But I think what happened, what, what we're looking at is some people it affected very quickly, and that's the people like Stu Peters that are producing movies like died suddenly, but also just now, uh, Don, within the last 15, 20 minutes, I saw come across the echo chamber of telegram that the CDC is now looking into side effects linked to to stroke from the vaccine, uh, which I don't, I don't believe anything these days, unless I see them for the most part. I think, I think, uh, a lot of the the stories that we see are total nonsense. Um, but the bottom line is it's fear porn, fear porn, fear porn, but, uh, most of the population took one shot or all of them, and we're watching the aftermath now. I'm su- I'm surprised the hospitals aren't busier now than I'm actually seeing, but uh, I haven't yeah. seen anything being overwhelmed. Um, but 
Yeah, man. So that's that's what well, it's like on the well, street. And, and I think it, it has changed because, you know, when we it's gone from one stage of the narrative to another. The first part of the narrative was they were wildly exaggerating something that wasn't going on and claiming that, you know, these things were besieged by this virus. And right. you and Jason Goodman and lots of other people all over the world were filming uh, empty hospitals that showed them. And, and you, you know, people like you were just called. Uh, dangerous or a conspiracy theorist, even though, you know, one video is like worth a million words. I mean, come on, what, what, how do you argue with your, your lying eyes, I guess. But now they're covering up the extent of what's going on. Now you have massive sudden death and all this stuff. And they're trying to, what did you think speaking as and people in the already in the chat room, I'm sure they're alluding to this. I I've written on Substack a couple things recently about uh, Damar strong, Damar Hamlin. What do you, what do you think? I mean, this, this thing was amazing where we, we, we thought, okay, he died on the field, DeMar Hamlin, the Buffalo Bills player, as so many people have in Europe. And uh, no, it's coming to something else. Were, were you amazed as I was that uh, they were able to uh, come up with a marketing campaign in four or five days that had DeMar Hamlin shirts, we're praying for the man, we love number three, everywhere in stadiums and the sidelines? I mean, how... How does that work? How do you get all that stuff marketed and, and, and delivered to people and having them wearing that? Quick? Are, you, are you as dubious about that story as I am? So I, what I'll tell you is this, and we should all be talking about this, is ritual, witchcraft, spirituality, and God. We are dealing with Satanism and demonic forces that are alive and well. Yeah. They talk in numbers. If you look at the ritual that was performed two Mondays ago on the NFL fear where number three dropped and the only person standing not taking knee was 33. Yes, yes. yes. What, you're, what you're looking at is a ritual. It's the same in halftime performances. What you have to understand is, so I, I'm not up to speed on the story you're telling me about uh, the, the, the T-shirt campaign. Yeah, look, yeah. I have no doubt that the following Sunday, all the players took a knee and said prayers and all these other things. What you have yeah. to understand with sporting events, all you have to know is this. They're all rigged. Yes. The house holds all the cards. And it's idolatry. You have you have fans. You have to understand where where your where your attention goes, your energy goes. And people are lining up and stacking stadiums to this day. You know, it, it blows me away that people that I, I'm honestly blown away with the market market conditions. You know, prices up, this and that, that people are still spending weekends out in the cold and lots of money on this idolatry. When yeah. clearly anyone yeah. that's awake can see the level of spirituality going on, the level of spiritual warfare, and they're putting it in your face. They're dropping people right in front of our faces and laughing about it. It's 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 ritual. It's 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 witchcraft. It's alive and well. And uh, Christians and people that fear God need to recognize this and stop supporting it. You know. I don't watch any sports. I don't watch any TV. Um, I only see what comes across my internet feed. Look, I was with my father yesterday. I, I got back home and, so I, and I was able to see my dad. I missed my mom and we were sitting there. And I think my dad has 11 grandchildren. He said, Richard, you know, and my dad, my dad goes bass fishing. He's retired. He goes bass fishing every day in the summertime. He's a really, he's, a, you know, he's an older guy. He's ornery, but he's a good guy. And, I, and I'm grateful to have him and I love him very much. And he's like, Richard, my grandchildren want nothing to do with me. I'm like, Dad, what do you mean? Because he's cool, you know? And uh, and and he's like, all they want to do is stare at their screens and stare at their devices and play their games. He's like, all I hear when they come over the holidays is the pinging and panging of the little iPads and cell phones. And we have to realize 
that we are in a spell. We are in a spell of misinformation, disinformation, fake news, and complete mind control. And we are in it. And if you're still supporting sport, professional sport, if you're not, if you're not getting down on your knees and praying to God, and you're spending your time going to these football games, you don't know what's going on. You know, and that that's my overall thought. So again, number 33, there's 33 degrees, 33 levels of Freemasonry. And, they, yeah. and number 33, the only guy Absolutely. on his feet, and I'm sure a marketing campaign that said thoughts and prayers afterwards with T-shirts and all their paraphernalia. I don't even have to – I'm sure that's – I don't follow it, but that's probably what happened. And, we, and we've, we've been watching yeah, what it, is over it? And over and over again. And it's the people that are awake. It's the people that are paying attention that have to bring about the change. We've got to be part – we've got to start getting together. We've got to start uniting because this nonsense going on in the world is, is, is unbelievable to me. Yeah, it's it's uh, you know, and and, and we and you see uh, Ray Ben talks about going to the hospital and being talked down and everything, but yeah. um, you you bring up a point about Satanism. That's I, I stress this over and over. This is a spiritual battle. What with yeah. the extent of what we're watching, you can't explain it in natural terms. No. The, I mean, just let's let's if you if you and I are right that there's so many lies and this whole thing is staged and scripted from beginning to end. What? What would motivate? Just think of the motivation there. What could motivate people to to do this? To pretend something is is what first not, not happening when it's not happening, and now not happening when it's happening. Lisa Marie Presley just dropped dead, fifty four years old now. Yeah, they can say she was, you know, she did have some drug issues. Elvis, you know, there's a history of heart disease, but guarantee she was fully jabbed. I I think there's no about that. The the extent of this is so bad, and uh, it's—I don't know any other way to describe it except for satanic. What? What are you? Are you still going to? Because I guess things have changed. The conditions of these hospitals have changed, so you're not. Uh, I'm not sure what. Are have you taken a different tack now? Because you're not really, I guess, finding empty hospitals, or are you still going to these places? Or what? Have, what have you been doing with your citizen journal, journalism lately? Uh, most lately, my focus has been on commercial real estate. Um, so. Uh, so the hospitals are, you know, look, I mean, what I'll tell you what amazes me the most is the level of mind control that exists through the program, because so many people know about this vaccine. So many people know it's hurting children and yet it goes on. That's amazing. Uh, but most recently my, uh, my, my focus has been on commercial real estate. So recently I was in Memphis, Tennessee, uh, Little Rock, Arkansas, Birmingham, Alabama, and uh, what's fascinating to me is the so-called white-collar jobs, non-service-oriented jobs, never came back to work. I'll, I'll tell a story that I haven't told yet, um, just so you know. But so I've, I've been fascinated with this commercial real estate where I see cubicles piled up uh, in office buildings, op- open lease space everywhere, huge commercial class A real estate yeah. with no one in yes. them. Uh, uh, you know, that's a yeah. trickle-down problem that is enormous. You know, our commercial real estate is the highest valued real estate, the highest square foot price real estate in America, yeah. and it's been abandoned, and no one's even talking about it. So I've done a number of videos on that, um, and I, I'll tell you this too. I was just in Washington, D.C. I went because there was a, a, a protest, or not a protest, but uh, there was uh, the, the, await, the awaiting of the information of whether or not the Supreme Court was going to take up this Brunson case. I don't know if you follow that at all, but there's these Brunson brothers um, and they they put they put forth the case. Yes. The Supreme Court. Yes. Yeah. I was trying I was trying to get the Brunson brothers on my show, and it, yeah, yeah. Well, you know, it's just yeah. It's I've just been following. That- I was hoping to get them on the show, but yeah. And unfortunately, 
so so in the conspiracy realm yeah, of ahead, things, there's all these people on TikTok and all these others, and it's like every time I get a sense that the AI, I think we this, I mean, we can talk about so many different things, but artificial intelligence is here, it's alive and well. And every time the AI senses that the patriots are or God-fearing people are really getting frustrated, it throws something else out. Uh, and and that comes in a lot of different forms of characters in the last three years. I'm not saying the Brunson brothers were that. I think they seem to be salt of the earth, good brothers. Uh, but it failed. And anyway, I was staying in a hotel in Washington, and, and uh, there was a guy, and he was doing inspections. Because he, said, he says four times annually in Washington, they've got to make sure all the fire extinguishers work. they got to make sure all the sprinkler alarms work. And a lot of people come to me, and they say, well, Richard, you don't know what you're talking about. So if this doesn't, so I was asking him, well, how's it going? He's like, man, he's like, we just inspected the Reagan building, which has thousands of offices and he inspects every fire extinguisher in these buildings. There's lots of fire extinguishers. And he said, he said his job has gotten so easy because he can get the same work done in no time now because there's nobody in the office. He said in the Ronald Reagan building, this is two weeks ago, that there was nobody in the building and that's Washington DC. So still our own federal government is not coming to work anymore. We've got. I mean, th- that's all wow. very real. Put, put put aside the witchcraft. Yeah. When you have a, when you have wow. an economy, which America's economy is service based, which means the commuter, which means the guy that goes to the gas station, gets a coffee, goes to work, goes out to lunch, comes home, stops at the dry cleaner. That's all been wiped away, and no one's talking about it. So for me, it started with the hospitals, yeah. but I'm most I'm most fascinated now by this commercial real estate crisis that again no one's talking about. Well, I'm, I'm I'm fascinated. I mean, I live out in the, the D.C. suburbs. Uh, you're talking about the Reagan. What what uh, department is that supposed to house that you're finding empty? The the Reagan building. What you know? What department is it to be there? I don't. I don't. I don't know who works out of the Reagan building, but I know it's a big building just just next to the White House. And you know, they say it has thousands of offices. This guy was telling me he was just walking through the offices, putting the new. He puts the new tags on. You know, those little paper tags that go on the. Uh, that go on the fire extinguishers um, that just puts the new date on and says it's been inspected. He said the whole entire building that nobody was there. <laughs> I have another friend of wow. mine today. She well, was I guess maybe from, I have another friend of mine yeah, today. She was posting from, um, from the IRS building in new Carrollton, which is in Maryland. That's our big IRS headquarters. Mm-hmm. It, it, it's, it's flanked with a pyramid, black pyramid that says we, the people, then it's got these weird hands sticking up 30 feet out of the air wrapped with, uh, you know, black and white uh, uh, stripes. And she goes in and the whole place is under lock and key with tons of security telling her she can't film because it's a federal building. When anything in plain sight, people that, if you don't know this, anything in plain sight is filmable here. You know, if there's no expectation of privacy around the public, you can film it. So she was filming this today. And again, it's the IRS building in Maryland with all this Freemasonry coding on it and, and no one's there working. So just think about that. Yeah, that's that's incredible. That that's that's fascinating. This, you're and you're striking on an element of a. So you always come up with something interesting. So this is your new thing. What other uh, what other? Th- so you you've discovered, and I, I noticed that myself. I still have my real estate license, my uh, residential real estate license. But mm-hmm. uh, I've noticed, yeah, for it's been a while now where you see all of these office buildings that are empty. And, and then you have, of course, all the people out there that are homeless and you think maybe there's some way they can uh, do something with that. What's your theory? Yeah, yeah. Why do you think all these buildings are empty? Well, I, I think that when, what do you suspect uh, is happening there? 
Well, I, I honestly think that right now in Davos, uh, Switzerland, the World Economic Forum is gathered in secrecy. They have 5,000 military troops protecting them and thousands of police officers protecting them and not letting anyone near where they are. And when groups like that with that much power and influence tell you they have a plan to depopulate, to move you into smart cities and all sorts of stuff, we should be listening to them because they're very serious about it. Uh, and, and so I think what happened was COVID came out. They lied about hospitals being busy. Everyone got put in their house. And then it was the work from home and the free government money. And now we're two and a half, almost three years into it. And no one went back to work because I just think they have a plan down the road to roll out. I mean, I was just reading about they have a 2025 pandemic plan. So another year and a half, two years, and they're going to roll out the next thing. I mean, they're yeah. trying to kill us. I mean, that's what's going on. Right. And, and in yeah. a lot of ways, yeah. we're already kind of half alive because all we do is stare at our phones, sit in our houses with no activation. And if you just look up from your phone, I don't care where you are in the United States, go drive around. You know, if you're listening to this, go drive around with your head up, looking around. What you will see is you'll see gas stations closed down. You will see strip malls that are out of business. You'll see regular malls that are, have a few stores. You'll see um, uh, uh, office space for lease everywhere. K street in Washington, DC, K street, which if you don't, if you're not from Washington, K Street was the big money street. That's where the lobbyists are. That's where the lawyers are. That's where the investment banks are, Fidelity and all the rest. Completely cleaned out. All the grounds, all the ground retail is for lease. I just posted 10 pictures yesterday from K Street. The whole ground level for lease, for lease, for lease. This is real estate that my entire life, I'm 42 years old. I started working with my dad in Washington as a kid. That was always prime, you know. When one place their lease was up, they were moving sure. in the thing. They were moving in the, the new business the next day. So we're we're looking at the systematic uh, cleaning out and uh, dismantling and shutting down of the United States. That's what we're looking at. Yeah, I mean, I, I think that's and that's that's the kind of thing they obviously want to hide because that's the real economy. You know, just right. like the fake unemployment rate and all that. I mean, how many people? I, I've written about, uh, again, my book is going to be coming out, but I, I go into the economic aspect of it and how. Yeah. And once, and once you, you can you start reading. shut down what they. And once you can start ahead, reading the numbers, like you, you can, you can pull me any headline, any MSN or Fox news or anything like they, they said, I saw a headline the other day, 223. Um, I think it was 223,000 jobs added. Well, that's skull and bones. You know, when you when you look at a combination of numbers, you can tell five is abracadabra. I mean, you're once you can start seeing, you know, and I'm not saying everyone can read it like I can, but I'm just saying, like I've been into this for a while. It's all nonsense. There is no economy out there. It's being held up by a yeah. shoestring. Today, I was in a Safeway, and they have a sign that says, "Hey, our apologies. Egg prices are way up." With a sign hanging there. I mean, what? What? You know, this is history. We're in the fourth turning. That's what's going on. There's no, yeah. there's no younger well, generation. How are you, how are you? Place. No, the saying. younger, I mean, I, I feel just, <laughs> I feel horrible for the younger gen, my kids. And I mean, it's, I, it's terrible because I wish I could have hope for them, but I, I don't know what's, what's there. I mean, they've, they've hollowed out the country and they, as you said, everybody's on their cell phones or all. And let's face it. I mean, if you have, to, I'm plugged in all the time because I'm online doing everything. I'm a full-time writer and blogging. I mean, that's what I do. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. If I have to go out to the outside world, the outside world is just horrible now. It's like, 
it's 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 just the, just walking around is like I I got to get back to the matrix. I mean, what? How do you? How are you are able to survive? Are you still working with your dad? Because I mean, I I know this probably doesn't pay to run around and expose these things. So how how are you able to survive in what I call America 2.0? Yeah, thanks for asking. You know, well, I uh, I'm linked up with a company called. Am I okay? Is it okay if I mention the stuff that I'm linked up with? Of course. Of All course. right. So uh, I'm linked up with a company called Seven K Metals, which is coming out uh, in a few weeks. I think that's what they're saying with a debit card that's going to trade against real uh, hard metal assets you hold in vaults with them. So I put that out there. I'm promoting that. There's also a company that's all made in America. I promote that, but yeah, I'm I'm, I'm barely getting by. And look, dude, if I if I if I get a job again, it's just going to be a trades job, man. I'll be a plumber or electrician or something where I actually yeah. do something with my hands. Yeah. And you're exactly right. When you when you're awake like you and your blog and you're in your home and I, what part what 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 region of Maryland are you in? You said you're in Maryland. No, I'm in, actually in Northern Virginia. Okay, Northern Virginia, so like Fairfax County or something. Yeah. Yes, Fairfax yeah, County. So, yep. Yeah. So like, I was just in Fairfax County. When like when you you know when you go out when you look at sixty six highway when you look at when you go I I, I laugh now I, I when I'm staying with people I say hey do you need anything from out in the world they look at me like it's a funny thing I'm like I'm not joking it's a mess out there you know I yes. after this I gotta drive I gotta drive down to Severn Maryland and I'm not looking forward to it I don't even like being out at night anymore I mean it's so dystopian it's so yeah. falling apart it's so much chaos between especially here I mean you know Northern Virginia you can't get a quarter mile without hitting another stoplight, another stoplight, and a beeping sound, yeah. a flashing light, and all, oh, you know, yeah. it's nonstop. And, and when you're awake, it's just, it's just bombarding you. And you get to the point where you don't even want to leave your house anymore. So, but for me, man, I yeah. mean, I'm an, I'm a fun, ambitious, you know, guy that can just see it. So I just, I don't know, man, I just get out and, and I grab my camera and, uh, and I put my camera, I'm like, look how great, like I was just in Wheaton, Maryland. You know where Wheaton, Maryland is? Yes. Yeah, and so they, they have a, I'm going to post it, an all black triangle, like just sticking up out of the ground with an owl on one side, bats on the other, directly across from an American <laughs> legion. You know, it's just all yeah. in our face. The Freemasons are like, this is us. Ha ha. We gave you all a vaccine. Now you're glued to your devices, all going according to their plan. I mean, that's what we're dealing with. I mean, that, that's how I see it anyway. Yeah, no. And, and it's, again, I, I, uh, you're pretty young too, but I mean, I really feel for my children and, and people even younger, yeah. Gen, Gen X or whatever, I guess. I mean, I, I would like to be able to give them hope because people ask me all the time what, I, and I, 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 I'm really searching. I don't know what kind of hope I can give you, but I mean, this could be fixed. But as you mentioned, things like the empty buildings and the crumbling infrastructure, uh, it's all America has the look of a, just a, a country that's punted, you know, that just said, this is it, you know, we're, and it, people that say they're trying to bring it down on purpose, uh, uh, collapsing it. What's the argument against that? Because they're doing everything they can to bring it down. There's nobody fixing anything. There's nobody trying to stop anything. It's just inevitable. It's like they're just watching the tidal wave come over, and it's it's terrible. Because even yeah, I, mean, know, it, it, I, I grew up life, in a in my lifetime. Yeah, in my lifetime, I'm 42, and I remember uh, I, I lived in a little. I grew up in a little town called Laytonsville next to Gaithersburg, and Gaithersburg had like an old town area. And we would go there for different things. It was like an old Main Street. It was nice. Then came Walmart and the big box and Home Depot and Lowe's. And that put out the hardware store owner. And that put out the little micro store, uh, grocery store owner. And now, and I'm telling you, I've driven 100,000 miles in the last two and a half years. Middle America, small town America, 99% is completely hollowed out. You drive through these old main squares. Yeah. They'll have a courthouse in the middle, a few lawyer offices, 
and everything else is hollowed out. I mean, we're cleaned out, man. And I don't know what the solution is. I mean, sometimes I say maybe they just turn the cell phones off and let people learn how to how to actually learn, memorize their route home and learn street signs again and and, and, and tune back into their <laughs> yeah. navigation they have built in and look at people in their eyes again and have conversations and go to church and have get togethers. Because I go into a restaurant when I'm out, out in the world to grab a bite to eat for lunch or whatever. Everyone at the bars and at the tables are just staring down at their phones. I mean, it is like we're living in a zombie yes. apocalypse. Yeah. It's, it, no yeah. one looks at you anymore, especially children. Yeah. You can't. I love children so much, and you can't even connect with them. They don't even want to look at you anymore. We we are, and we let this happen. I mean, we can only blame ourselves. So, and and the thing is, and I don't care who you follow, whether it's Trump or whether it's uh, you know, Clay Clark events or anybody in the movement. No one has. No one that. And you correct me if I'm wrong here. No one's got a solution to this. No. No, or Clay Clark's been on the show a couple of times. I, I don't, I don't know why they keep contacting me to be on, <laughs> but uh, you know, and of course he's very enthusiastic. But yeah, there's the well, solution no, I mean, is I, not Trump. I, yeah. I, I like yeah, all those guys. I mean, don't get. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. I think everyone's doing hard work. I think a lot of patriot movements have made a lot of money in this. But I think at the end of the day, yes. and yeah. that's fine. Great that's capitalism, fine. great. But like those people that have influence need to really start creating uh, marching orders of how we can fix this. What do we do? Hey, once every two weeks, we're all getting together here in this town to talk about it, you know, or, or, or some sort of community community. Cause all the, all the protests, you know, I was at, I was in the front of the Supreme court last week for the Brunson case. There was maybe 50 to hundred people there and there was 500 yeah. police officers there. Yeah. Yeah. That's, and that's, 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 that's the tail of the tape right there. And ever since really the one time in my lifetime that the right, the right wing or whatever uh, did any kind of protesting was January 6th. And you saw what happened, the response to that. And the fact you still have political prisoners uh, in two, for two years now that are yeah. being denied all due process. No one cares. No one cares at all. You had unconstitutional committee in the house, draconian sentences. I've had several of them. I had uh, Ashley Babbitt's mom on my show. They yeah. just arrested her again on January yeah. 6th. They just arrested her for jaywalking on the anniversary of the, of the, uh, date that a, a cop, a unpunished cop killed her daughter. So I understand why people are scared. That's why I say all the time, man, you know, I, I live near Washington, D.C. I could go to a lot of these things. I'm not going to go there unless I, I have guaranteed they're going to be hundreds of thousands at least because I, I don't yeah, well, want to be arrested well, and tased or thrown in prison, you know. Well, I, I think I think that's the wrong mentality, in my opinion. I mean, look, I have a First Amendment right to assemble and protest. And so long yes. as I'm not breaking any laws, I can say and do whatever I want. And no one has to tell me otherwise. That's why a lot of people have told me for a long time, Richard, be careful. You know, Richard, aren't you? What am I afraid of? I'm an American citizen. I have free speech and I have the right to protest. Now, when it comes to January 6th, I 100% agree. That was a setup. I was there. Um, and I just, by the time I was walking towards it, I was seeing like tear gas and smoke bombs. So I was like yeah. five or six blocks away and I never even went anywhere near it. Um, and it was a shame. But look, the same thing just happened in Brazil, which you have to realize. Yes, yes. They've had this week in Brazil, they have 1,500 people, children, elderly, I think even dogs. You know, it's not getting covered. They're, they're living in like a, um, it looks like a, like an airplane hangar while they figure yeah, out how they to charge everybody. Yeah. That, that's going on right now. And so um, yeah. what you have to realize is you live in a culture, as I said before, uh, in Davos right now, Klaus Schwab and his goons, who are, who are criminal villains, are protected by... 5,000 soldiers and all the police. 
And 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 people in our movement are saying right. things like exactly. we have here. People in our movement say things like, oh, the military is the only way. Well, let me tell you something. I talk to the military. I have friends that are in. They're getting out. They say it's a complete disarray. And then you have these patriots here in America like, oh, military is the only way. Yes, the military yes. No, that's not true. They follow orders. <laughs> and then and then anybody holding out hope, you know, people have to realize yeah, as yeah. well. I mean, it's crazy the things I'm saying out loud when I talk about this stuff out loud. I just feel like I can't believe it, but it's all true. Listen, here's another thing that's true. We do not have elections anymore in America. Right. No, there's certainly, I mean, after the last few, I mean, anybody that believes here uh, that they're counting the votes, honestly, I mean, it's, it's just your face. I mean, it's, it's so, and, and what can you do? I mean, the, the Supreme Court just supposedly is our hope. They were supposed, they didn't, uh, they declined to hear the Brunson butters case. Uh, I think if it comes push to shove, if they get any election cases for the midterm, I don't expect them to take a case up either. They're, they've shown an unwillingness to take this on because this is at the center of our so-called democracy, as they like to say. And if you if you can't trust the vote, what can you trust? That's what I mean. And so, you know, you have a, you have a large faction of these, uh, uh, you know, right right wing Republican Trump supporters, uh, and. Trump is saying he's running for 2024. Well, here's the thing. We don't have elections and they're not going to let him win. So just think about what's going to happen. He, he's yeah. going to he's going to fly around on his plane and say all the truth that we all know to be true. And everyone's going to come out and support him. And I support that, too. I support most of what Trump says. And then they're, we're going to have an election in 2024 and they're going to say the other person won. That's what's going to happen. And then where are you? Where are you at then? Civil war? What? And, and God knows what's going to happen from now until the next two years. I mean, our country's falling apart. Absolutely. Well, you, if you look on the screen, John, if you can see the screen, John Bassiglone uh, talks about there. Uh, someone that seems like he's doing what you're doing. So, uh, John John, as you he, he's uh, this uh, videos in Southern California of commercial mm -hmm. properties on Ventura Boulevard in Santa Monica. Again, this is Ventura Boulevard in Santa Monica. And uh, they're flat out empty and for lease. So this is this is not happening in just you know, poor communities. And the, 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 it's being the country is being hollowed out. I'm fascinated by some of it, but it doesn't. Do you ever wonder? I wonder a lot of times where uh, where everybody is. How is everybody existing? Because it seems like everything's empty, as you say. And and so where are all the workers? I mean, there's some way there. They, they're certainly not all in government assistance. How do you think people are surviving? Well, like uh, I have friends of mine that, you know, got sent home uh, during the COVID and they've just been working from home since and they come out for the little things. And dude, that's the thing. No one's talking about it. Listen, another thing that I've been covering is, uh, is, is our highway systems. Our highway systems across this country have roadwork set up for Miles and miles and miles. Yes, and miles. yes, yes. Oh, yes. You're a man after my own heart. I go, I go. I mean, if you saw in, in this area alone, you mentioned 66, Route 28. Uh, there's so many. They have been doing construction on these roads for years, and I'll drive by them, and they'll. I'm convinced they just block off lanes to do it to cause traffic because I don't see any work going on, and it's like. And, and, you know, what, what is the end date for this? And, and the roads never get any better. They're always the same. It's like, is that what you're talking about? 
Yeah. So, so I remember, so I, I live, I grew up off 270. So every summer they do, they would repave 270. Yeah. And you would see a hundred, yeah. 200 dump trucks full of asphalt, a huge operation going on. Yes, it was road work, but there was two, 300, 400 pieces of equipment moving in the middle of the night. Now we just have miles of road work with one dump truck and maybe one backhoe working. <laughs> it's yeah. come to a standstill. Like our infrastructure is not being improved. It's only a matter of time until a bridge goes out and no one knows how to fix it. And there's no skilled labor coming no. in. Our, 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 our no. youth doesn't want anything to do with getting their hands dirty. Uh, and, and so right. that's what I was going to say. And like you're talking about Ventura Boulevard, K street. I haven't been to fifth Avenue, New York, but I bet it's the same. I mean, you're just talking about yeah. retail shut and all we've got left right now really is big box. And there's just been a huge transition. So like, look, I enjoy some of it. I mean, I was, driving around today on New Hampshire Avenue, which was always like a gridlock. Didn't matter what time of day, New Hampshire Avenue and Silver Spring, Maryland, gridlocked. Now you just get, get around easy because everyone has just been regulated to their home. They're all inside. They're all on their computers. They're all watching the screens. And, 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 the, and, and the delivery service is huge. I got three or four friends of mine now that are making a living just delivering McDonald's. You know, I mean, it's, it's crazy. Yeah, yeah. Sure. Yeah. And that, that's, it seems where it's all, I just don't know again, if that's, there's, I, I don't know what kind of a future there is in that. You mentioned so at some point, somebody has to do has to fix things and be repaired thing. And so if, if we ever do decide we're going to fix the infrastructure, which apparently we're not going to, we haven't, we haven't really fixed it since the Eisenhower years, but it's Danny depreciable degree. So we've kind of let it atrophy for a long time, 60 years plus, but uh, you're right. I don't, I don't know if a bridge collapses and lots of people die, well, they're, you know, the way our society is now, I don't know, maybe they'll blame the conspiracy I mean, theorists for it because uh, well, they I mean, won't take responsibility. You know that. No. Yeah. No. Look, I mean, what America seems like to me right now is Humpty Dumpty. I mean, it just seems like we fell off the wall. It's collapsed. We're in the middle of a reset. You've got these evil people with the world WHO, uh, WF literally telling you our goal is to depopulate you. You've got a sizable, sizable part of the poor population that got any number of booster shots at this point. It's so dystopian and crazy, and we're literally watching it. I mean, we are living through a reset, and that's why I go back to the spirituality, because I think that this has happened many times before similarly, but this time you have people that woke up that weren't supposed to. And so we're literally watching the push and pull, but there's no government solution. The only solution that I see is in God, because nobody yes. you know we watch we can watch the news feed all day but no one's talking about any solutions no one's talking about action steps nobody knows what to do while the world just crumbles around us yeah and that's what it's i i said when when you saw what happened a couple of years ago uh in 2020 with the, the black lives matters riots all across the country the statues being torn down i said you know it was like lord's it's like there's where are the adults? I mean, everything was being and this is the same time the same police were shooting motorists in the back and you know excessive force on people in wheelchairs and skateboarder kids and stuff. <clears throat> but they set they stood by and allowed this to happen. You had that uh, obvious actor, I think, probably from Central Casting that was playing a warlord or something in Seattle, and they took over two blocks of the city. He was armed with an yeah. Uzi. No one cared. For like two weeks, uh -huh. Chaz, yeah. And uh, no one was punished for that. Again, you thought, and then January 6th, you finally have some kind of opposition from the other side. And 
look at the reaction. I mean, this is it's, I I don't I don't know what the answer. Is. I mean, maybe you have more of an answer than I do, maybe. But I, I all I can do is talk about it, I guess. But it's and complain. But I, I don't know what else to do because it's uh, it's this is I don't know what. Uh, Nazi Germany was like, or Stalin's Russia, or Mao Zedong, or going back to Genghis Khan. I don't know what any of these are like, but I can't imagine that the level was worse than it is in present day America. I mean, yeah, I mean, we're living, I think we're living through somewhat of all of that with the, uh, with the addition that we have cell phones that are showing so much truth and everyone's learning it and no one's doing anything about it. I mean, I really, it's, it's just, all I can say every day is it's unbelievable. When, like when I wake up in the morning, the first thing I do is I thank God for waking me up and giving me another day. Then like I go outside and I'll see a helicopter or an airplane. Yeah. I'll say to myself, wow, you know, like the, the, the airplanes are still flying somehow. When I see the postman, I'm like, wow, the post, when I see the yellow school buses taking children off for indoctrination, I'm just like, wow, well, I guess this is all still going <laughs> on. And everyone that I know, everyone that I talk to is aware of these things. But I think as long as we keep participating, the system keeps going uh, while they systematically dismantle, disenfranchise us, take our rights and, and, and make us all broke. I mean, they're making people broke right now, too. Big time. That I hear about that all the time. You know, they're really hurting people's pockets. Yeah, I mean, that, and that's well, certainly. And we're, uh, you know, look at uh, we have the I mean, so many parallels to Orwell's 1984. You have all the food shortages we're, we're Seeing, I mean, I've I've got a basement full of water here because I'm scared we're gonna run out of water, and uh, we're stocking up on food. I don't know if you, I would suggest everybody does. I mean, I, of course, people have been saying that for a long time, but there's a real prospect to that. I mean, do you, do you, do you think it could come to that where we're, there will be food? Yeah, I mean, look, I think I think that if if you're putting water in your basement and you're stocking up on food. That's not a good plan. Hear me? Can you hear me? Can you hear me? Okay, I'll see you again. Yeah, I think so. Again, I well, I tried to I try to check the chat room, guys. I guess I can't do that because that's uh, uh, I I don't know. I this is I I really think they're screwing with me. I really do. I've already shadow banned on all social media, but I can't do anything about this connection. I, I had, the, I've had the cable people. I don't know how many times they came out this year. The guy, Oh, I've got 10 years experience in the military and this is what's happening. And he cleaned everything up. And I just did a zoom interview. That was fine. It's this show. When I try to do my own show in Streamyard, And when I try to go monitor the chat, I'm like, it was own okay. And then I went, I went to another window to see what they're saying in Rockfin the chat. And then it starts messing up. So I, I don't know. Is it possible they're messing with my, uh, with my uh, connection here, I, I I don't know. I get more and more paranoid. It says I, I before that though we were talking about I guess food shortages or whatever. But that's probably me ranting. But at this point, I, I don't know if you could be too paranoid <laughs> at this point. Yeah, I mean I'm not paranoid. I mean I put my faith in God, and so for me I think it's okay. I think I, I I've uh, I've stayed in hundreds of people's houses in the last two and a half years, um, and I've seen lots of them. They have water, canned foods all these things. But I think that's very short-sighted. I think that it's great to have some backup food, but how long is that going to last you? Right. Yeah. That's right. So what we, what we really need to be talking about is like, I have all sorts of ideas. For example, like we live in, you live in Virginia. I live, we're in the DC region. You know, what grows here very well. Apple trees, 
right? Apple trees grow well. Mm -hmm. So like, why don't our cities plant apple trees? You know, it, like instead of putting, <laughs> instead of putting maple trees and oaks up everywhere, why don't we put up fruit bearing trees? You know, we, th our land is so abundant, so abundant, but we're so used to, you have to understand when you go to the grocery store, you're buying poisoning for yourself. Right. And so, so that, that, that's what I'm saying. So we need, we need some people that have some initiatives to help one another because, you know, it, it's a, they've got us all so isolated. They've got us decentralized. They've got us alone. And we've got to come back together somehow and build something outside of the government because the government is provide, government is not here to help you. It's not offering any solutions. So we've got to figure it out. And we're really in trouble. We're really in trouble. We, we're in dangerous, dangerous, dangerous territory. No, we are. It's and it's uh, I, you know we are. And the, the thing about it is, the people like uh, you and I and everyone watching the show, I'm sure, uh, we're getting more and more awake. I mean, you know, right. we're like a clockwork or clockwork orange guy, where our eyelids are pried open. I mean, we can't we can't stop watching this or watching right. it. Right. It's, uh, it's, it's the perfect example that you said. I mean, I didn't even tell you, and you said it. You're like, when I just go outside of a house to drive around, I just see it everywhere. That's what you said. And that's exactly how it is. And when you get so far awake, yeah. you're just like, oh my God, like, what is this place? Where do I live? You know? <laughs> yes. It's like a foreign land and you got in. And, and when you see the, and that's why it was like, uh, you know, just watching some of that again, because I've been involved in sports my whole life and I'm still, it's like a heroin addiction. I can't kick it. And it's, yeah. it's just so I still play fantasy football. That's the only interest I, I couldn't care less about what team wins. But so I'm still watching this stupid stuff to try to win money as far as what players win. So I have the games on kind of in the background. I have, and just to see this other world, you know, these well, listen, people with you, the, the, the shirts on and everything. It's like, what? <laughs> it's some yeah, Damar Hamlin. It, 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 listen, let me, let me help you out with your fantasy. And I don't gamble because I think it's a, uh, I don't like, I think gambling is, is bad. But uh, if you want, if you want to right. know who wins or loses the game, text me offline. I'll give you all the winners and losers for the next week. It's easy. Okay. <laughs> My son's good at that too. He's really he's where he may, he manages to make money doing it. But it's uh, I no, I, and I would. It's not much money involved. It's just a little bit. But I'm very competitive, so I still like to win at this stupid stuff. It's all complete. Yeah. Fantasy. But, I hear you. Uh, I hear and, you. Yeah, I, and, I, yeah. and it's also it's also something to do. I was just sitting around with a couple of my friends, and we're like. What are we going to do? Like, I don't want to go to a restaurant. I don't want to go to a bar. I don't want to go out to a club. I just don't even want to be around all these crazy zombie psychopath yeah. people. I mean. Yeah, I, um, I can't imagine what it must be like for, for what it must be like for a young person or, you know, a real young person in their 20s or whatever, trying to uh, to meet somebody now. I mean, I can, you know, back in my day, we had lots of parties, bars at concerts that. I don't know if, I mean, I guess that stuff still exists to some degree, but there's so many rules and regulations of what you can and can't do. And uh, you have to worry about uh, if someone's going to accuse you of harassment or whatever, especially if you're a guy. I mean, I I don't know how, I feel awful for those because I, I don't know how you can, especially to find love or something. I mean, how, how do you, I, I don't know what your personal life is like, but do you have someone or how, how do you cope in this situation? So I, I kind of I kind of have a girlfriend who I met uh, through the channel uh, out in L.A. and I'm and I'm literally trying to figure out how to how to get how to be together with her. You know, 
we have there's so much downward pressure on finances right now. I mean, it's just everything is so expensive. But yeah, man, I, that's one thing I'm trying to I'm trying to pull off out of all this. It's like after I've done all the true thing that I've done in the videos and all that stuff, I just want to go be in love now because I think it's the one thing I might be able to accomplish. Other than that, I don't know. It's a complete free for all, you know. Yeah, because I mean, love is essential, and to, to have somebody. I mean, I've been married a long 30, 30 with thirty years now, so uh, you know, it's it's uh, almost as long as you've been alive, and it's uh, I I can't imagine what it would be like uh, to to be out there and be. And there's so many lonely people, so many I know people that are by themselves. And uh, I wrote I wrote an article. It's on my Substack called the Loneliness Phenomenon. And that was yeah. before COVID and COVID has, whatever this is, has exacerbated it. There's so many yeah. people now that are, uh, and also with the split we have, and how does, you, you said, you talked about your dad. Um, how does your, cause you know, I'm not vaccinated. My kids aren't vaccinated. So we're, we're the black sheep of the family. We already missed one wedding of my niece because of that. How are, are, are you, uh, what kind of fracture is there in your family? It seems like most families are fractured over this stuff. Yeah, same. I mean, my sister's my sister's a nurse and she won't talk to me. You know, uh, my other sister in law is a nurse. She won't talk to me. <laughs> I, 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 my other sister, I'm not sure if she got it or not. It's everything's fractured. It's like everything's taboo. I was out in the parking lot just the other day talking with people walking the parking lot about the vaccine. They, the cops got called on me. He's like, he's like, hey, I, you know, I heard you're in this parking lot uh, causing a disturbance. I'm like, I'm not causing a disturbance. I'm just asking some questions. You know, I was like, I'm a, journalist, I'm a street journalist. Exactly. He's like, well, you know, it could yeah. be considered uh, some crime. He called it like disorderly conduct. I said, I'm not being disorderly. I was like, I'm asking people about the vaccine, sir. And he's like, well, you, you, you can't be doing that. I was like, what do you mean? I can't be doing it. The news does it. It's on TV. <laughs> it's on, it's on the commercial. Break the the NFL. It's on, it's on the radio and the loudspeaker above Walmart. And I'm just asking people because I don't believe the news. So, and most of the people around here are saying they think it's bad. I think we should put, we should spotlight that because our voices should get out. You know, I was like, that's why I'm doing because I have a channel on the internet and I want to get the, I want to get these people that are walking through the sidewalk saying they got a shot. They're not going to get another one. They got a shot. They got sick. They're never getting a shot. They're awake because the media won't present those, you know? So he ended up just saying, okay. And you know, left me alone, but someone called the police because I was asking questions in a parking lot. That's the level of society. Wow. Like, like you said, if you're yeah. young, you're twenties, your thirties, you don't want to be a guy. You look at a girl, a girl that's too feminist or whatever the wrong way, she'll say it's sexual harassment. Call the cops on you. You know. It's, yes, it's, yes. It's, it's well, you know, I, I look at like no. Well, I mean, I, I don't. And again, I don't know where people work. I worked from the place that eventually fired me, the largest healthcare institution on the East Coast. I worked there my entire adult life, and they fired me for helping out a handicapped coworker because they were trying to get rid of me, and they did. And nothing I can do about it in a right to work state. But uh, for years, I mean, I every girl I ever met was through that place because it was like 13,000 employees. And, you know, again, they, we, they had lots of parties and things like that. And yeah. uh, I met I met my wife or her sister was a nurse. So that was but I don't know how many people have that now have that kind of base where they they have a place I mean, because I, first, I work. I work for Merrill Lynch. I work for Merrill Lynch out of college. And then uh, a few other companies where we all went to the office and I had a couple of girlfriends that were there. And then like, they, they, and they, that, that's when they started scourging it. Like, Oh, you know, not no inner office, blah, blah, blah. But you would meet people you work with. You had a lot in common. It made sense. You dated them. And, uh, <clears throat> but now that's all gone. There's no more office social, there, you know, I mean, there's some, basically the people that are working at offices now are, are so are services based. 
They work for some service-based company. Otherwise, all the white collar. And, and I think, look, I think that the artificial intelligence is going to very rapidly take over their jobs. We're already seeing some of that. We're seeing Amazon firing people. We're seeing FedEx fire people. So we're in for it, man. We are in desperate. We are in desperate times, but no one's telling anybody, you know, and the media program machine has got, yeah. again, it's got, it's got everyone staring at their phones. It's got no human interaction. They've taken the humanity out of us. And now it's just at any moment they can turn the 5G up. At any moment they can kill the power grid. At any moment they can turn the phones all off and, 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 you know, 78% of society will just die or go crazy or whatever. I mean, that's yeah. correct. We are so yeah. dependent on technology and our phones and our screens and people don't talk about it, but most people can't even function. They can't even drive five miles outside of where they live without a GPS on their phone. They couldn't read a map to save their lives. Yeah, no, exactly. And they're, they're, you're right. And, they're, and it's, it's, uh, we're, most people are in the virtual, uh, the uh, virtual world. And I am, it's not, so I can't really say that much, but again, I, because this is what I do for a living now. I write. So yeah, with little I money it. I make, I do that. So I have to kind of be there. And, and again, like I've mentioned, I, this is much more interesting to me. And so I, as a young person, I, I might feel that way too. I can understand why so many young people are holed up playing video games and stuff because the outside world is so depressing and yeah. it's not fun. It used to be fun to be around people. I, I, it doesn't seem like that to me other than okay. my buddy Vince Agnelli's on here and we'll be getting together again for lunch next week. And that's one of the few human interactions I have. Well, but, reach out uh, to for, me, man. I, I'd love to meet you guys for lunch. I mean, I think we should get together. Oh, I, 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 yeah, I, yeah. I didn't know you were in this area. Yes, we, we have to do that. I got your number. We'll have to do that. I, I would love to do that. And, uh, yeah, because I, I was just talking. Know, don't give me a rest if thinking, you can help it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I was thinking we should start having get-togethers, maybe once every two weeks or once a month. And I just put out the DC Metro. Hey, you know, if, if, you're, if, you're, you know, if you just want to come have, have a social, I don't care if you're left ring, white ring, jab, done jab. If you want to come out and meet us and leave your phone in the car, you know, here's where you show up, you know, and like, let's, let's start trying to build back some, some camaraderie and some, and build some new friendships. Right. Cause we've all just been, we've just been down the, the gauntlet through this, man. Yeah, absolutely. And then my, Vince is a part of the, uh, part of the group. And then there's lots of people that way. It basically wants to return to local, you know, who wants to, yeah. cause that may be our only option. It, it, it's just to form local societies you know to, to yep. try to unplug from everything because at this point we why are we at the end i have lots of people that are anarchists that 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 support me and i i used to have an argument for them i don't have any argument for the anarchists anymore what is the, what authority is out there that's worth supporting i mean there's I nothing every every so i mean this so we need to try to but again i have a this feeling we'd have to fight there too because i don't think they they might let you if it's very small but if you start growing at all, I can't believe that this gargantuan, tyrannical force we have wouldn't come out after you and say, hey, you know, what are you doing? You're growing your own food here. You're bartering. Uh, you're helping each other out. Uh, you know, what? You know, we, we got to put a stop to this. We're not collecting taxes and all this right. nonsense. So what, what do you, are you, are you, uh, do you know anybody who's doing that? Are you, what do you think of that? Yeah. So I've got a number of people that are. You know, what, what we need is we need a movement. We need we need 500 to 1,000 people, something like that, to get real serious about uh, doing something different. So, like, a friend of mine just bought 63 acres uh, down in Georgia, and they're building something there. I have another one of my buddies in Tennessee, and he's got 500 acres. 
Um, and so a lot of people are talking about creating new communities uh, where they grow and they, but you know, a lot of us aren't quite ready to let go of the world either. And that's another thing we got to talk about. Like, you know, it's like you just abandon ship and give it all up and go live on the land. Uh, but it's getting that bad. I mean, it's getting to the point where I'm getting closer and closer to it. Like I've been in Washington DC for about a week now. I don't even feel like going into the city. It's like a, it's a burden to get on the Metro, to get off the Metro. Oh, yeah. I mean, how people, how people did it for all these years. Yes. I don't know. A lot of people are talking about homesteading. A lot of people are getting chickens. A lot of people are, 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 are growing their own food now and, and, and developing, uh, developing, uh, you know, smaller communities. There's a church in Damascus I'm part of, and they're a well-networked, well, well-connected community. Uh, but as, as the chips keep falling and as things get, you know, tighter and tighter and more difficult and difficult, you know, you're really going to have to be able to lock your arms with people you trust. It might just be your neighbor next door or whatever, because sooner or later, you know, it's, it's just, it's all happening at once. They told us what they're going to do. There's something called Agenda 2030. And if you ask me, they're ahead of yeah. schedule. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, there, there's no question. There's agendas and um, dark winter and all these kind of things. And I'll talk about that in my book where they, they did these tabletop exercises going back 20 years yeah, that uh, yeah, yeah. forecast, amazingly enough, what we see with COVID. And so uh, they've been talking about this. And this is these people are eugenicists. Almost all yep. of Bill Gates is, you know, you see him drooling over the prospect. They want millions of people to die. They want to call the herd. This is what's happening. When you look at all the people died suddenly and dropping suddenly, the death rate going up 40%. This is the culling of the herd. I mean, it's nothing yeah, else. I mean, this is what they've been and, wanting to do. And, and I think, you know, like there's plenty of people that aren't in on it. Like a lot of the police are not in on it. A lot of the military is not in on it. But, you know, so long as they follow orders, so long as they protect our rulers, we the people don't have much of a chance, especially as as dis, as disbanded we are, as disenfranchised as we are, as censored as we are. You know, you can't even get your social. You're just, you're just a guy in Northern Virginia that writes some books and wants to have some a presence on social media, and you're getting banned. You know, I can't. I, I got banned off Twitter and Facebook and all of it. I mean, it's a it's a complete mess that we're in. Com complete mess. No, yeah, because what what it is is they they make it hard because you depend with. Most people outside of what you're saying, if we can form a little contact, that's great. Yeah, I mean, I mean, that's what that, in this area. Say it again. You cut. You broke up a little bit. Say it one more time. You there? Yeah, I broke up again because again, I'm trying to look at this chat. I'm gonna see if I can get it up. Maybe it'll stop. But uh, no, I was saying that because we are. Uh, uh, we don't have that many contacts in a local area that we can meet personally. This is the way we communicate. So uh, because of that, we need social media. We need these platforms and the censorship and the, the shadow banning, which they engage in is just outrageous. And they do this constantly. And in, in my case, it, it uh, impedes my ability to uh, market myself. Cause that's what I'm trying to do is market myself. And if I like, say if I wanted to, I don't even bother to promote, my I protest shows anymore because there's no point in it. They're going right. to block it. Like I could say, okay, today my guest is going to be citizen Richard. There's no point because they're going to uh, shadow ban it. And two or three people out of my 5,000 friends on Facebook will see it. So I'm sorry. Actually I had the chat room. Yeah. Go ahead and talk. I'm trying to see if it's Jason Barker. I see Laurie light. And again, I apologize to you guys, but uh, I'll try to Stephanie green. Yeah. I mean, it's just any questions. Are you, 
There, there, there's Go so much, there's so much appetite for the truth right now. People really want it, but I mean, the the media control, the mainstream media control. I mean, WTOP and NPR and all that. They're the ones that are holding the, the the shoestrings. They're the puppet masters, and we're out here at the grassroots trying to tell the truth. And everybody wants to hear from us, but ultimately, the big government control, CIA, CIA, FBI operated Fox News, CNN, radio music commercials it's all controlled and and that and and they control the messaging and they control the algorithms and they control the apps so you know that's where we're at i mean you know you I, i'm with you i was getting anyway we know we know we're censored so we've just got to start building you got to start talking to your neighbors you got to start writing down phone numbers you got to start figuring out a way to create create networks yeah well most people don't even because of we're used to having our phone numbers and contacts uh, you know, it used to be, wasn't that long ago, we used to have to memorize people's phone numbers, but not anymore. So if you lose the contact, you, you don't know how to contact to get a hold of anybody. Right, right, right. I mean, it's been, yeah, really, I mean, uh, that's the thing. Like, imagine your phone not working tomorrow. Like, that's how, that should be the mindset. Like, you know, wake up and realize that today your phone might not work. What would you do differently? Well, you'd probably grow food. You'd probably write down some phone numbers and some names. You'd probably get to know some of your neighbors better. And that's what people should start taking the time to do. Because you, we should be doing it all anyway. We've just come so far away from what we're supposed to be doing. We don't even know how to live properly anymore. You know? No. I, well, I mean, again, life has changed so much. And uh, even since like uh, even the early 2000s, you know, when, when my children were still uh, young. I mean, it's just it's such a different world. I, know. I can't imagine. I, I would have been all over every viral YouTube video if the uh, – they had tried transgender story hour and that kind of critical race theory and all that stuff. Then uh, that's changed, you know, really within 15 years, maybe. And it's, yeah, that's, I mean, that's, it's, I mean, I'm, I'm 42 years old and I can tell you, I'm of the, I'm of the age group that when we got home from elementary school, we tossed our backpacks off and all summer long, every day we're out of the house running around doing whatever it was in the neighborhood. And, you know, we, we, you know, the bell would ring in our neighborhood when it was time to go home for dinner. That's what that's the way I grew up. That's the life that I lived. Uh, now, that doesn't even exist in America. It's gone. Yeah, no, it's 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 things just I watched. I remember when uh, Chris Gray is my buddy who's in the chat room, of course, as always does great research for me. He's the one that turned me on to Norm McDonald when he, he died. I didn't really watch him. And I started watching his stand. He was a really funny guy. But yeah, uh, when I was looking at, uh, I used to watch David Letterman way back in the day. And I just, you know, got tired of watching that stuff. But yeah. I was watching like his David Letterman's like farewell shows from, I think, 2015 or maybe 17 even. But, mm. you know, again, five, seven years ago, not very long at all. And watching them and like trying to watch, you know, one of these awful Jimmy Kimmel or, yeah, uh, one of one of these shows now, uh, it, it's it's compl it's like a, a different planet. I mean, it uh -huh. was so uh, they there were just there was still a sense of comedy at least to some degree, and that that, that you didn't have to f get scared of what you you know what you can say or can't say. And yeah. I thought, wow, this is just such a massive transformation in like five to seven years. And uh, I don't know if you've noticed that as well. I'm trying to see if you, who tipped me here, but I go ahead. I'm 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 just searching for the. Chat room. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I, uh, I, I have no idea what's on TV anymore. I haven't watched TV. I haven't watched TV since the Kelly McEnany COVID updates. And finally, after I found out the hospitals were empty, I turned it off and I have no idea. Like, I, I went out to lunch today 
And by the way, it just costs a fortune. A friend of mine and I went out to lunch today, got two small meals and a couple of drinks. It was hundred dollars, one hundred dollars, and it was it was a crappy place. It wasn't even a nice place. One hundred dollars, and and yeah, behind the bar, you know, we were sitting at the bar, and behind the bar is just screens with programming on. And I'm watching it, and I'm just like, <laughs> what the hell is going on? You know? Yeah, yeah, exactly. And it's, it's, it's again, so what, how did, at what point did you, you're 42, what, what yeah. woke you up? 9 uh, 11? I mean, when did you wake up, and what, what caused you to go down these? Because you have to, I mean, everybody that does this knows at some point it's not going to be good for your career choices. Usually yeah. not good for your social life, especially your love right. life. Uh, yeah. So what, when did you, but once you, you know, once you've seen the truth, you can't unlearn it, you know, so you have yeah, to. I so mean, what, what, what got you I mean, started? I remember, I remember as a child, my dad, you know, we had like a globe that was spinning around, you know, and uh, I don't know, I was spinning it one day and my dad asked me like, you know, and I was like five or six years old. And he says, that's where you think you live on that spinning ball, you know? And I think that's where the wake up <laughs> process started for me. <laughs> and, uh, your dad's and, a flat uh, earther. That's well, he did, he, he, I your dad's a, a flat, flat earther, earther. but he, he did. I, I don't even like the term flat earth. I'm just saying like, you look at this ball, He's they put your hand in spinning ball, ball. And they say, sure. this is where you live. Sure. And like, there's no other evidence that says it besides the ball that the teacher puts in your hand. You know, so I'm just saying it's a, so and it happened back then. Oh yeah. And then, yeah, that, that, there's and well, that's that's just amazing that you would have a dad that quit because that's questioning the central Everything. premise. And I, I question it, of course. I mean, the, I said, I don't know what the hell is going on, but uh, you know, the idea that we're on a giant spinning ball and we're whizzing through space at an incomprehensible speed while we're rotating and uh, we don't know it at all, we have no knowledge of it at all. I mean, just yeah, but yet, but but yet, yet, yet Polaris has never moved. I mean, so I'm just, yeah. I'm just saying, <laughs> yes, like, yes, so yeah. So, so, you know, like, I don't care if you're flat earth or not. I don't care. But so like when you, when I'm asked, that's right. usually what I say. <laughs> and then I got really into uh, frequency fields and vibration when I, cause I, I was like getting educated on who built the pyramids and they're telling me that they rolled these rocks with slaves and ropes. And I said, well, that's yeah. impossible. That that's <laughs> yes, not it. Yes. So I got into like the Anunnaki and, you know, ancient, ancient history. And then, and then I don't know, around that time, you know, nine 11 happened. And then I, you know, the day of 9-11, I, you know, I thought I was going to get killed that day. Like, people were just so crying and upset. I was at University of Maryland. And I just started telling everybody, that, like, yeah. you know, I don't care what the news says. This is not what happened. You know, like, right right, mm -hmm. right that day, I was like, have you ever seen a bird strike on an airplane? Like, a bird basically demolishes the airplane. And, and you think that the airplane knocked down these buildings, like, with kerosene? <laughs> You know, so, yeah, so, you know, and when you wake up now, now, you know, there's just so much, so I don't know, man, you know, it's just like, it's exhausting. It's, I don't, I don't want to. No, well, you're, you're right. Well, you yeah. Yeah, exactly. Well, that, well, that's the, and that's why I say with people that, this is, you know, you know, people that talk about secession and that's really the answer is because we, we are, I mean, it's, I, I'm no Republican. But uh, the conservative side, if I had a choice, I would much rather live with them. If I have a choice between that and the crazy woke Democrats, because uh, I, I have much less chance of going to prison <laughs> and I'll have more free speech. So uh, I certainly would rather do that. But uh, they're not going to let it happen because the problem is the side that runs everything now, the crazy woke people, 
they need us like the vampire needs blood. They, they, without us, they don't exist because they have to cancel people. They have to, they have to lecture people. We, we're fine living amongst ourselves because we don't want to do that. But so I don't think yeah. they're ever going to let that happen. And of course, in 1860, uh, Abraham Lincoln and the, uh, the government uh, told that uh, made us uh, understand that this is not a voluntary union. That you have, you can't leave. So I, I, it'll be interesting to see if any kind of secession movement starts up. I don't think they're going to let us leave, but, and they won't let us unplug. You know, it, 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 we want to unplug, or but maybe they'll. Maybe the answer for young people is that they will just plug in totally, and actually, you know, pretty much live in their phones and world because that's pretty much what they're doing in their own way. Even though they may not know what's going on, aren't they kind of repudiating? What's happening? Because they, I, I don't want to deal with it. I'm going into my fantasy world. I mean, or do you think I'm giving them too much credit? Maybe. I mean, yeah, it could be a combination. I mean, you got Facebook and the metaverse. and But, you know, I think I think the government wants a lot of calm uh, lapdog slaves. And that's exactly what they have. People are doing the minimum. I know a few people, a few young people that really want to get ahead or are ambitious or have any big goals. Most of them just want to live their life through their phones. And secession, yeah, I mean, I've heard, I've heard a bit about secession uh, in the last couple of years, I mean, I'm ready to start a new country. You know, it's like, forget succeeding. Let's, let's find some land somewhere and, and plant our flag and go start a new country. I mean, cause we're, we're, this country's in such trouble yeah. and they're just, I'm just, I'm just not optimistic and I wish I could be, but it's a mess. Yeah, no, there's, I mean, there's, uh, there's nothing to be optimistic about. There's no question about it. And, and, uh, I wish that we could uh, we could turn in, you know, again, my, my friend Vince and people like that. I, I would love to be able to start societies. It's kind of like hit the hippies and the communes. It's it's that idea where you can have yeah. a, you can have a society with like minded people who don't. Because, I mean, how can we I, I tell people there we have irreconcilable differences like in any yeah. divorce. When yeah. you tell me how am I going to live? How am I going to live in the same society or culture where? I'm supposed to believe that men can have babies, that right. I'm supposed to believe that uh, that uh, somebody can say my pronouns are they and them like they're plural. Right. And I'm supposed to sit there and believe that or that some mother I'm supposed to respect and support a mother who is absolutely as deranged as any serial killer and wants to you know convert her little her three year old boy into a girl. And that's yeah, happening I mean more and more. Yeah, go ahead. Right. I mean, and the thing is, too, like, I keep wanting to be wrong. I want to be wrong. I want to I want to someone to slap me in the face and say, Richard, what you're seeing is not really what it is. You're missing the boat. But I talk to my dad. I talk to guys like you. I talk to my friends. I talk to younger people. I talk to some children. Everybody is saying it is all totally messed up. So, mm -hmm. you know. Right. Changing the sex of a child. It's it's absurd. Dra drag queen yeah, library readings or whatever. Sorry. Oh, yeah. It's insane. Time. Yeah, absolutely. Or the, or the, or the worst. And I, I, I said on my interview earlier today is that uh, people, I think, mistaken. Is this even about sex? Because I, I would I guarantee you if let's say some, you know, some, you know, redneck dad uh, has a, you know, an eight or nine year old boy. And he says, I want to take you to the strip bar to watch some women strip. You know, uh, there will be outrage. He'd get arrested. He'd get arrested. Yeah, there will be outrage. But, but if the same dad said, let's go down to the to this, the gay strip. Story time. Oh, cool. Yeah. 
Yeah, drag story. And, and so, like I said, would you, do you think they would ever allow real female strippers into a school to read to the children? No or way. Or slide on a pole? They would. Their parent, the same mothers, would be outraged. It's like, it's like I'm not, and I'm not suggesting they do that. That's not a good idea. Stripper yeah. story hour is a pretty dumb idea, but uh, it, it's 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 probably slightly less insane than cross within drag queen story hour. But that's that's where we are, man. So it, it's. A, but I, I'm I'm amazed that you're doing what you're doing. So what you're, you're so you're concentrating mostly on the videos now with um, with the empty. So what where where how far? Because you were traveling across the country before. Are you still going across the country filming these things? Yeah, I'm taking a bit of a break now. I mean, just like we're talking about here, every day I can't. You know, I don't know what tomorrow brings. Um, my ambition, what I want to do is I want to start a podcast. Um, or get on someone's podcast consistently where we can talk about all the this things going on. Um, and then I want to go out and film more, but I'm telling you, like, I'm just kind of exhausted too. And I'm just kind of like, what's the point? Like I figure I, I part of me just wants to promote how people can get silver and gold. And I want to promote how people can buy American and get the stuff delivered to their doors and exit the matrix and just spend my time on that. And then maybe pursue my girlfriend out in LA who I love, who, I mean, through all the work that I've done, I might as well at least be able to figure out how to be with her, you know? So I don't exactly know, but um, yeah. right now I'm in DC and I just, I was planning on just going through DC and showing people what's going on there. I mean, because no one else does it. I mean, nobody does it. No one shows what's happening at the street level, except me and a few others, like your guy out in California. And it's compelling content because yeah. people are like, holy shit, you know, this is, this is what it looks like now, you know? It, it is. It's like it's like documenting uh, what we used to call the other side of America, except it's the other side of America. Now. This this is America. Uh, what right. do you know, Jason Goodman? Jason Goodman did a lot of the same stuff you did. Do you know Jason? No, man. I'd love if, if he uh, send me his number. If he says okay, I'd love to give him a call and just chat with him. But yeah, he, he's out in California. You said right? Uh, no, I think he's in New York, but he's, I'm trying to, I don't know what you know about, again, I, and I, uh, Chris Graves knows, I've asked him and I've asked a couple other people, but uh, I'm trying to, you know, get everything, all my strings tied up and everything uh, for the, again, and send the book to the publisher and just get it out, out there about the masking the truth. That's my tentative title for it. But mm -hmm. um, the, the empty hospitals are one thing, the dancing nurses I talk about too, but uh, mm -hmm. these refrigerated trucks really bother me. I, I found so many stories about these refrigerated trucks there were playing like they're a year apart they claimed that they were they had uh, a series of refrigerated trucks along the uh the uh new york riverfront or something waterfront and yep. uh that were there for over a year with hundred between 500 and 800 bodies stored there that had been unclaimed i mean i to me that's the definition i don't know what you would call a whopper beyond that that's so ridiculous but I know Jason, I don't know what you know about it, if you ever, but Jason, I know at one point, at least once went up to one of those refrigerated trucks and I think filmed it and, and it was yeah. empty. But um, I don't know if you know anything about that. Did you ever get to film any of these so-called refrigerated trucks? No, but I think, I mean, I'm sure I know Jason because I, 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 I remember when I was doing it, people were sending me content that other people were doing and they were showing the refrigerated trucks were lined up but the, refri the refrigeration unit wasn't turned on. And then a friend of mine was in New Mexico where they said yeah. they had the refrigerated trucks and they went and opened one up and there was no body. It was all, dude, it was all a big lie. You know, it was all a big lie. And everybody. Yeah, well, that, and, and that's what I, 
if if you know who that was, I just, I just want sources for it to so say so and so did this because I I know it's got to be complete bullshit, obviously. But I just want like that's so why I'm hoping Jason will get that. He hasn't answered me yet, but um, I'm I don't know. Maybe Jason's too big. He, Jason uh, had a uh, a video debate somehow with Alan Dershowitz not that long ago, which is, mm. <laughs> I'm not sure how that happened. That's a pretty big name, so I don't know. Maybe yeah. he's a Maybe he's too big now for me. And I hopefully he does because he's been on my show a couple of times and he did good work. But I, I just want to find out these things because uh, when people realize the extent of it, Chris Graves has mentioned the dancing nurses a couple of times. The, some of these, the elements, and those are the elements I go to in the story, in the story, because this has been a production and something yeah. that are, they're so incongruent. You can argue about numbers and everything. When you see something like they're telling you that, these hospitals were so overwhelmed and they're overflowing with patients. They have makeshift morgues and refrigerated trucks and all that. And in the midst of it, you have these very uh, well organized and rehearsed and choreographed dance numbers by nurses, sometimes with patients in the background. I mean, what did you think? I mean, to me, that gave the game ways that, you know, this is in your face. This is like the magic passport being found on the New York, the uh, world trade center rubble. What what yeah. did you think of the dancing nurse? Because to me that that is the you know exhibit one when I say okay here I'm showing you this this is what was happening during the middle of what they told us was a pandemic. What are your thoughts on that? Well, you know, <clears throat> I bought the biggest megaphone money could buy from Amazon, and I was uh, I was running through the hospitals and the and the and the nurses and the doctors would chase me out. They tossed me on the ground, and I was screaming on a megaphone. I was screaming, "You're not heroes, you're cowards!" And they had all the you know, uh, heroes work here, <laughs> signage and ha- hug a hero or whatever it was. And then when it, and I was getting death threats and, you know, uh, all sorts of stuff was happening to me, but I know what I was seeing with my own eyes. I knew my eyes weren't deceiving me. I knew there was nobody there. And then shortly after that, these TikTok videos started coming out where clearly they spent all day in the hospital or multiple days coordinating their dance moves, not attending to any patients. And when that happened, I said, well, I said, it's only a matter of time till the pitchforks show up at the hospitals, right? It's only a matter of time until people, everybody, I don't care what your politics are, is going to surround these hospitals and hold these people accountable because they sold us out. And then they made dance moving videos and put it in our face and mocked us while so many good, hardworking, God-fearing, great people lost their jobs lost their families, lost their friends. And look at where we are now. We're still stuck in the timeline, COVID matrix loop. It's crazy. Absolutely. We are. And, and that's, that's why, yeah. And these, again, that's why I said, when I, when I saw this thing with uh, DeMar Hamlin this week and everything, these things are so big. Because yeah. again, how many people have to be involved when people tell me someone would have talked? You know, first of all, a lot of people have talked and nobody listened to them. Uh, what happens to whistleblowers? But yeah. in this case, you're you're not, you can't. That can't be a small conspiracy. Again, this is this is these are huge productions. And uh, when you have, I mean, I don't know. Like for instance, those dancing nurses were were they not real nurses? Were they actresses? No, they, they were real. Or, or they were hundred percent. They were nurses. Yeah, they were real. I mean, I mean, they just, but I mean, they, getting, they, they, getting, staff, they, yeah. staff, they staff, they staff the hospitals, they paid the, the hospitals to kill people and there was no patience. And so they had nothing to do. So they made these TikTok videos. I mean, it's, it's sickening. 
Oh, it is. Absolutely. And I, I remember one video was great. It was, uh, again, when they used to have these videos up, it was wonderful. But um, somebody filmed, it, it, it looked like almost the entire hospital staff outside of the hospital paying tribute to the first responders. And of course, it's all about the first responders. And uh, they were coming by and they were cheering away. And so some the guys filming it kept walking up to the nurse and saying, um, I'm just wondering who, who's inside looking after the patients. And they just yeah, now, gave that, them the now, dumb smiles. Yeah, that was my video. That was at Holy Cross yeah, Hospital. That was you. That was you. Yeah. Oh, I didn't even know. I'm sorry. Well, yeah. that was a great video. There, I didn't know. Yeah, I didn't they, know they, had, they had like was... they had the bagpipes playing, and everybody was out. They had a they had a fire department. This and they had a, yeah, yeah. And I was like, well, who's taking care of the patients? That yeah, that was my video. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, and the fact that's that, incredible. That's and that, the fact that the all that went most, on. And... The fact the fact that all that went on. And then everybody saw that, and then everyone still got the vaccine. That's insane. Yes, exactly. They still trusted the story. And how do you trust it? How are how are they still trusting it? I mean, it's it's a what what when you filmed that video, uh, did you get anything that was not on camera? Did anybody ever answer you, or did they try to chase you away? Because I mean, I was amazed they just kept giving you stupid grins, like nobody. I mean, obviously they had no answer for it, but you, did you get anything? Those uh, small. No, I mean, m most of the time people just gave me a really hard time. I mean, they were just telling me to go away and I was a jerk and all this other stuff. But I was just asking reasonable questions. I mean, that's what I thought anyway, you know? Yeah. Questioning the narrative. Who are you? You right, jerk. Right. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's, it's, uh, I did not know that was your video. That's incredible. But, uh, and certainly we've seen some of the other, but I mean, there's just so many, and that my book will, uh, talk, and I think it's important, even though that's kind of a different world already now, because now we have the world where people are dying and dropping dead. So have you, have you done any videos on the, um, the, the alternate, the new thing, which is the new normal is the, the died suddenly and the, and all the, have you been able to try to go anywhere and try to question anybody about uh, why is the death rate up 40% or anything? Have you done any videos on that? Well, the thing is, no one will talk anymore. You put, you ask someone to do a video, you take out a camera, and all people want to do is call the cops and say they're not going to talk to you. So it's hard. You can't find people that are willing to talk. And the people that are willing to talk, yeah. they won't be with any sort of organization that's got any recognition. You know, because like, put, I mean, all of us that are awake, we've seen all the doctors, Dr. McCullough, you know, uh, the frontline doctors. Yeah. We've seen their work. We've seen what they've done. They have credibility, but the media won't pick them up. And everybody in the media and everybody in the government is just complicit with the narrative. So, no, I mean, the best you can do is try to catch someone walking out of a building and start shouting questions at like a paparazzi. And they, I mean, I, I did that with uh, Lindsey Graham. I did it with a few other senators and they just run away from you. You know, Bernie Sanders. And you try to say, hey, you know, I'm, I'm the constituency. Can I talk to you? Can I ask you some questions about how you voted for this, voted for that? And they don't, man. If, if you're not sanctioned media, they don't talk to you because it's all scripted. They already know all the questions. They already know all the answers. Fox News, ABC, and it's all—they're all the same, dude. What do you yeah. what do you think I of? Uh, I mean, he doesn't do what you. Um, so, what do you think of uh, primetime Alex Stein? He's been on my show once. Uh, do, you, do you have you seen his work? Is primetime ninety nine Alex Stein. I don't know. No, he's uh, he. Um, he usually he play he plays characters, but he he's the one that had the video with AOC and talked about her big Latin booty and stuff and got her all excited. He's been on Tucker Carlson and everything. He, he does uh, funny work, you know. He, he he does it with comedy, but he's uh, he, 
he may like he'll show up at a school board meeting uh, dressed as a transgender and demand, or he, he'll he, one time he uh, I think he was uh, he wanted to be uh, known as a uh, puppy or something like that. He got in fact me being a puppy, and and it's amazing the school boards. If you want, the, the, most of them just sit there and just they don't they don't have any reaction. Yeah, I know. Like, well, but check it uh, out if you get a chance because that's that's the kind of that's your, your that's the kind of world that you're you know in world. But that's the kind of people we have to depend on because we don't have any journals. Other Tucker Carlson, to some degree, you know, errors some of this, and uh, but he's uh, you know beyond that. Of course, whatever Alex Jones is doing. Uh, where, where, where do you get your news from at this point? I don't really. I mean, I guess Telegram. I look at some of that. I look at TikTok a little bit. I mean, I'm losing taste for it. I mean, I just, I'm more interested now in solutions and, and talking to people that are actually doing something about this. And I'm just going to, I'm going to, I think, I mean, I'm, I'm going to try to start just I, just, I create my own content. I go out and create my own news because it's just, there's so much out there any given day. That's mind blowing uh, that I, I just go ahead and do that now. I, I, I mean, and if you get a tip or, you know, some breaking story, I'll go look into it. But right now it seems like we're just, it seems like we're a ship uh, that has no sail in a raging ocean that is taking on water and sinking fast. So I don't, I don't know where the breaking news story is anymore. You look at the politicians on the Capitol Hill. They, it just looks like a circus to me. You look at our courts and what they're doing to people. I mean, just yesterday, a guy called me. He went to court because his girlfriend, they have a child together. She wanted to get the child vaccinated. He didn't. The judge sided with the mom. Now the six-year-old daughter is going to get the vaccine because the judge ruled on it, and now they're going to inject this child. And so, you know, I don't know where the breaking news is anymore. I mean, basically, I get my news from Telegram and um, and TikTok and then people that text me things. I mean, that's it, you know? I don't I don't. Yeah, well, there's, there's, there's very... Uh... Yeah, no, there's, there's, uh, I'm, I'm looking to see if there's anything. I'm checking the, uh, the chat room at my, uh, peril because every time I do, I seem to lose the connection. But, um, no, I, sir, I certainly have, uh, you know, obviously a, a lot of admiration for what you're doing because it, it doesn't. So you, you mentioned your family. So are you still, your sisters, is your, your dad, your mom? I mean, does anybody that, do there were any of them support what you're doing? Do they think it's really cool when you went out and filmed these things? Yeah. I mean, my mom and dad support me. Um, my brother, I think does too. My sisters, I don't really talk to. I think they're just, they're just tuned out. My mom and dad are both awake, but I mean, people are awake. And, but the thing is, nobody knows what they can do about it. You know, that, that's the thing. There's, that's what I keep getting back to. No one's got a solution to any of this stuff. You know, so my dad gets it. Like my dad, he's like, my grandkids don't want to talk to me. They all have tablets. They all have phones. You know, we all know the truth about the food. Yeah. We all know the truth about chemtrails, 9-11, inside jobs. Elon Musk is dropping that, you know, our, the Twitter works with the FBI and CIA. So, I mean, we all know this truth now. My parents, yes, support me, but no one knows what to do about it other than just to, to not participate anymore. But otherwise, we don't know what to do, you know? No, oh, actually, you see, uh, John uh, John Bassagloner says, my sister is a prolific movie producer. Went into hysterics and actually put her fingers in her ears, closed her eyes when I tried to show her building seven collapse in his foot. <laughs> and that's what you get literally. Yeah, they stick their fingers. In, I mean, that's you'll get people doing that. I mean, that's they just such an aversion to the truth. And this this thing is the obviously the 
the biggest thing. I call it the greatest psyop in the history of the world because at this point, they're never going to admit that we were right, right. ever. And uh, they're and it, it literally half of half of and a lot of people uh, that think uh, the vaccinated are all going to die. Uh, you know, half that'd be more more than half the population if that's true. I mean, I, I don't know how they can continue to ignore that. What do you think the end game is here for them? I still don't know what the end game is. I mean, yeah, it looks like they want to call the herd, but at some point, are they ever going to turn this off and let us go back to some bizarre sense of normal? I I, I don't I, you know look I. I don't, I wish I had an answer. I don't know. I mean, I have friends of mine that are literally packing it up and moving to Belize right now. They just had enough. They hung out. The Brunson case is the last thing they're holding on to. They're done. They're moving out of the country. Um, I think that the powers that be, you know, the rulers are protected by cops and they rule with impunity and no accountability and they're laughing at us and they're enjoying their power and their money while we out here are just going to, scatter like fleas and just fall apart and that's that's what me and you are living through right now is literally the dismantling of society and you know it's starting to it's starting to show its head at you know people's reaction in walmarts and weird accidents and bizarre crime but i think that's only going to pick up and i do not see a way out of it i mean like i said i just kind of want to see yeah. if i can fall in love and go somewhere and have a basic job and just survive this because i don't see any solutions and any of this. And even if there was, I don't really want to participate in it anymore. I mean, I just, I don't know. I mean, I don't see you fixing yeah. it. Yeah. At that point, I think that's what it is. We don't want, we, at this point, why, why do we want to, but, it, uh, but as you said, we have to do something because we either, we, we're going to, we have to apparently participation is not voluntary because again, they're not letting us unplug unless, Unless you're, you know, somebody that's, uh, I guess, living in your parents' basement and you're, uh, you're able to play video games all the time, and maybe, uh, yeah. do you see UBI coming down? I, I, I think uh, they're going to have uh, a universal basic income at some point. They're going to have to, and and probably yeah. a lot of people demand it. Do you see that coming down the pike? Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, of course. We're, there's going to have to be to hold up the social system. Everyone's going to have to get that. That's the whole digital currency and social credit score and all that. I mean. Be a good citizen. Do this minimal thing we want you to, and we'll we'll allow you to survive a minimal lifestyle. It's kind of a lot of that's already here. I mean, really. I mean, it just hasn't come in the form of government handout. But you you know, animals. So it's so easy to qualify for EBT, and then you get a free cell phone uh, with unlimited data, and you know, and then and you get some government housing. So a lot of that's already here. But yeah, eventually for the for the middle class, it really starts to fall out. Um, the government's going to offer them something. I'd have to imagine. Uh, you know, I mean. Or you just, or we're just going to see mayhem in the streets all the time, and they're just going to start locking people up and truly taking them to jail and FEMA camps. I mean, that's all. That's all realistic. That could all happen yep. at any time. We're we're, we're living through yeah. it right now. I've said, I've said many times that I, I meet so many of you out there that uh, that I that I know without knowing, and yeah. uh, but I just I don't want it to be in a FEMA camp, and I, I fear that it will because they they built those FEMA camps under Rex eighty three four for a reason. And yeah. uh, they're still there. And, uh, you know, yeah. they're, they're certainly, <laughs> I think we're closer well, to being there. Hail. Good morning from Sydney, Australia. Good to see you, William. Yeah. Good morning. Go good ahead. morning. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So I, I don't know, man. Um, I don't have, I, I don't know. <laughs> you know. I just, I'm just trying to get through it. As far Let's as I can see. tell, I'm still free. And uh, I still have some donations coming in. I'm just keep, keep trying to keep going. 
for as long as I can. You know, I mean, that's kind of my goal. Anybody that thinks that this this thing is going to hold up or everything is okay, they're missing the boat. I mean, things are really a mess, and uh, and it's not just in America. It's most of the, it's most of the Western world that's developed. I mean, it's all it's all going down the tubes, and no one's got a solution to fix any of it. And if we think we're waiting for two more years, and we think Trump's going to come back, and we think they're going to allow any of that to happen, <laughs> we're, we're 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 smoking dope. Yeah, well, I mean, they just the last the last two elections. If that, I mean, it's here yeah, it's we had. Joke. It's a joke. You you have however you look at it. They can't hide the fact that the 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 worst shape it's probably ever been in. Uh, ever, the country's in a shamble. Probably on the verge of World War Three. All this bad news everywhere. Shortages, uh, and they're going to have you believe that historically in the off in the uh, off year in the midterm elections the party in power always loses a bunch of seats and they're going to have you believe in these conditions they lost fewer seats maybe than ever were i mean yeah. it's just I, i'm sorry i don't believe i mean i but again i also know how how diluted half the country is and i keep thinking about those mothers that are you know doing what they're doing to their kids and i yeah. some of the people i talk to and the and the, the thing about uh, you know if you if you see the the videos of these karens that are out there that'll just uh, uh tucker had one on there the other day which was uh amazing where this guy now yeah i i don't like people that pa park in handicapped parking lots uh, parking spaces either but apparently this guy there was no other space and he was delivering something so he pulled up in a handicapped space and ran in to deliver a package and came back. And when he came back, this crazy Karen woman was hanging on to his window and said, you're not leaving anywhere. I've called the police. And it's like, what? And, and so, I mean, I don't know what happened that he didn't update the video. That would have been a great video. Uh, but those people are out there now. I, I mean, they, they cared that much. You know, I could, I could understand if she was handicapped and she came up and she couldn't get a space, but yeah. And not she, just that, but like, there's like, there's an abundance of handicapped spots. I mean, everywhere we go now, you can't even get near the store because all the front spots are handicapped. I mean, I'm, I'm, <laughs> I, I don't want the handicapped not, not to have a space. But then you look at, like, the police. The police park in the no parking, the handicapped all the time. And they go in and run their errands and their police cars and yes. come back out. That's all That's all Thanks. okay with the Karens, you know? Right. That's And, that, and that's, of course, that's part of the problem, too, people. Uh, there was a mention on here, a comment about the uh, conservatives still trusting the police. If, if you don't know that the police are not going to be on your side after the, the 2020 stuff and then the January 6th stuff, I mean, come on. I mean, it's yeah, there's these are the these these people let statues of the American heroes be torn down. They let store windows, burnings, buildings, uh, actual murders take place and nothing happened. They did nothing and they went crazy when some disgruntled voters protesting the election uh, wandered into a building that they should be able to have access to. It's the Capitol. Why is that a trespass? The police waved them in. We saw that they waved them. Sure. Come on in. I mean, this is, this, but again, yeah, I mean, look, nobody I, I out know there. there's Matt McCarthy up on Capitol Hill supposedly going to be, you know, releasing a bunch of those, those tapes and that's, that's stuff that should come out. I mean, yes. But either way, I mean, we 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 have such a, a a long way to write this ship. I mean, it's just it's absolutely insane. Um, I, you know, I, I again, I don't know, man. I mean, stay in touch with me, and then let's get together for lunch and let's keep trying to hash this out. But no, we're gonna I, I do it, brother. Well, if you if you got to run, that's fine. if you got to run, I can. You know, I'll just I'll just uh, I'll, I'll handle the last half. That's 
you've been great. And uh, next time I want you to get some of your videos ready because uh, some of your videos are classic. And uh, yeah, we're going to get together. I got your phone, phone number and uh, we'll hook up because I like to meet more of you in person. I got Vince Agnelli, uh, that I, he's the only one in my world that lives in anywhere near my area. And uh, yeah. I would well, love to meet you guys. Get... Let's grab a lunch or something. Just let me know when. Uh, I just got to jump off here. I got to we'll drive over to. I uh, got to drop my one of my friends. Yes, off but we'll give give, give out give out any any links you want or anything you need to promote, and then uh, you know that's so. If you have anything to promote, go ahead. Uh, yeah. Uh, I'm on Telegram, Richard Citizen Journalist, and then uh, well, I'm, I'm in the silver and gold business. I'm trying to get people sign up for that, and that's just rcjsilver.com. Um, and so, you know. You, if you're interested in, 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 in precious metals and a debit card, you can swipe against your precious metals holdings. Um, you can make an appointment there. We can tell you more about that. But, yeah, that's it. Tell, mainly Telegram. Um, I just got back on Facebook. My uh, my Facebook filled up. I think it's at the max or close to the max of followers within about a week. Uh, so there, there's a, there's an appetite for truth. I would tell people just to spread the message. Start Talk to people. Get get the information out the best you can because we're we're in dire circumstances. Fantastic. Well, I appreciate you coming on, Richard. Citizen journalist Richard, doing great work out there. Thanks so much, buddy. We'll get together. We will meet in person soon. Okay, brother. Nice to chat with you and have a great weekend. Thank you, brother. Nice. Talk you to you too. Soon. Take bye. care, man. Bye. Bye. Okay, bye. Okay, so that was Citizen Richard, uh, Citizen journalist Richard. Now, again, I hope. Uh, I really thought every confidence I did a zoom interview right before this and it was a zoom video and it was perfect. And I thought, well, they finally, uh, you know, cleared up the issues. Um, John Henry says, my chair has been suspiciously quiet today. Well, I don't know. Maybe paying more connection. <laughs> the chair was, uh, stunned by, uh, by citizen Richard. Uh, and look at it's not as many. I don't, I see some, from, I don't see some names that I usually see in the chat in the, in the Rockfin chat. Lots of people are the reason I pay a lot of attention to YouTube is a lot of times YouTube is uh, it seems to be more active as far as asking questions and everything. Certainly appreciate all the. I guess maybe some of that I don't see is Jason. Jason Barker's gotten too big for us now. I don't see him in the chat room. Is he? I understand he he made his debut on David Knight, which is incredible. Chris Gray's got a shout out from David Knight, so uh, it's, it's great to see uh, uh, the Knights of the Storm. Uh, getting a name for themselves. So that's wonderful because we, uh, let's see, had the, uh, Chris says another video of the doctor saying this medical simulation. Oh, yeah, I'll have that in, uh, as well. Phone calls, Chris. I would, uh, Tony, if you're out there, you're available and you want to do, if you want to do phone calls, let me know. That's fine. Uh, yeah, boy, people are talking about the chair. I don't know the chairs. <laughs> I always do. Ray Van says that. Good to see a lot of people here uh, in the uh, on the YouTube. But uh, and I'm not sure what Vince was talking about. What was my best interview question? I'm not sure that that was. But, but um, so obviously, very. Um, I've written uh, two times in a row about this uh, Demar uh, Hamlin guy. I mean, that's it's, to me. This is. Uh, I'm not going to say it's at the level of Sandy Hook, whatever, but there are a lot of questions there. And I uh, read my two articles on Substack. If you don't subscribe to me on Substack, you should. And it's uh, I protest, just like this show is called I protest. Donald Jeffries.substack.com. Um, 
and you can check out my regular writings there. But um, and I will be uh, writing, I'm sure, uh, as I enter the world of Social Security. I'll be getting my first Social Security check next week, or supposedly, and uh, we'll see how that goes. But uh, somehow, I, I'm sure there'll be something to complain about. They already told me what the amount was going to be, and they said before deductions. Now, as far as I know, the only deduction should be for Medicare, which I don't even want or need yet because I'm still on my wife's plan. But uh, I, you know, I know that Reagan, one of the many awful things he did in the '80s, Mr. Uh, anti-tax guy, Mr. Cutting Taxes, uh, he made Social Security susceptible to taxes, which is ridiculous because Social Security is a tax to begin with, so it's a double tax. But I thought it was tied to how much money you make. So I guess I don't know. Maybe I'll be treated to seeing that they're they're taking. I'm still getting withholding taxes on social security. I have a feeling that it'll be it'll be something new for me to bitch about and uh oh stephanie green thank you so much i appreciate that she just tipped me and somebody else tipped me i can't figure out who the hell it is i'm searching and again it's if i scroll too much i seem to knock the connection down but uh i hope the connection's better than i can do guys i'm i'm trying to I've changed. I bought equipment, special equipment for it, and um, these amplifiers that didn't work uh, to put it on an Ethernet through an adapter. And um, that's what the guy told me when he came in. It's the only way you can do it. Well, then this guy came out yesterday, 10 years, been trained by the military, and he seemed like he knew what he was talking about and said, no, that guy, whatever, he, everything he told you was wrong. They were, of course, they work for the same cable company, naturally. So, <laughs> So, but again, that was kind of what Citizen Richard was talking about is that uh, you get the sense that America is uh, is really on, on its fumes, on, on its last fumes. They're just barely running. Um, and it's it just things like that where you can't even, okay, how do I keep my cable and internet up and running? And it's just, uh, it just seems like it's harder to... Uh, to do that now. And it's, uh, it's a shame. Before. And Chris says I'm cutting in and out now. Oh, God, you're kidding. Ugh. I don't want to do because I, I usually I can tell when I'm cutting in and out because I'll see myself cutting in and out, but I'm not seeing that. All right, I'm going to close the chat room. So if you want to contact, so I, I apologize to people over at Rock Things. I think that has something to do with it. So I'm closing that. We'll see if this makes any difference. But I really don't know what else I can do. I uh, And I think this may be, this could very well be, it sounds paranoid, but I don't know what else to do. I've done everything I can do. They've been out here several times. I've changed equipment, upgraded equipment. Uh, the guy came out and assured me I had two, two different signals that were crossing each other. But William Hale says I'm here in Australia. So give okay, me. Maybe they're not they're not censoring me in Australia, but uh, there's uh, you know beyond that, what can you do? And again, but I I mean, is it is it tied into uh, Chris says it's the NSA, maybe the Mossad, Chris Bucket, Mom. I don't know. At this point, I'm willing to believe anything because I already have Twitter, and I have that people tell me, and I've had people tell me I was following you. Now I'm not. And uh, I'll, I'll tweet something, and typically it'll, you know, only go out to my thousands of followers, but it'll go out to, you know, a handful. That's the only response I get. 
And uh, Facebook, I have 5,000 friends, the maximum amount. And it uh, used to be when I was first starting, before they started shadow banning me, if I wrote something about COVID um, typically or something controversial, I would get you know a good amount of response. Now, nothing. The only way, but I, but I do, if I, like, if I, on my birthday, when I went to see Elvis Costello last year, well, I got hundreds of responses for that. But, so I don't know how it works, but it's very frustrating because uh, it takes the enjoyment out of it. This is what I do for a living now. And it makes it hard to, um, to do any of this. I mean, I, I like doing this show, but now I'm, I, you know, I'm very self-conscious about no matter what I do, I, uh, you know, I, I can't seem to get a stable connection, especially for this show. Like I said, I wonder if it's something to do with StreamYard because Zoom worked fine for me before this show. I don't know. I don't know how that could be, but uh, and I should be able to. I like to be able to check the the Rockfin chat room, but I have to open a separate window to do that. And apparently, that's too much <laughs> for for the computer to take if I open up a, a, a separate uh, window, which is you know frankly ridiculous. That's why I'm glad to, and I have to remind Tony again, especially this one, because we talked a lot about COVID to make sure we take this show down right away. Uh, and uh, because I, I very much value having this on YouTube and I have you guys be able to, to watch and, uh, and comment in live time. It's very cool. Uh, Chris, Buck, I guess he assumed you're talking about Jeff Renzi. We get calls to cancel guests and it would sound just like the guest, and it wasn't the guest calling. It was Mossad using the voice synthesizer. Wow, well, that's, I don't know, man. I, it's 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 if you're not paranoid, uh, you're not paying attention. I guess is what they what they're saying. Uh, because uh, this is just, you know, it's what we're what they've done, and I've written about this. Is they've taken a play a marketplace, social media, and all this is essentially. Um, a marketplace. Oh, Lamprey, Milt, Milt Lamprey is here. Thank you. He says, I'm here halfway through your book on Hollywood. Thank you very much, Bill. I hope you like it. Uh, and, uh, you know, that's a, a different one, but uh, I'm very proud of it as well. And um, Sam Bodie's tree said, don't do that. I'm not sure what just streams through YouTube. Well, you know, I'm trying to I like to interact with the audience. I'd like to be able to tell, hopefully when we get to uh, free FM, we'll be able to take phone calls because I like doing that. Why do heathens rage? It's good to see you here. I'm not sure I recognize that name. Um, Milt Lamp, you said he had no idea about the little rascal's curse. Well, I don't know if it's a curse, but it certainly uh, is a... Uh, Certainly had a lot of inward and unnatural deaths at way too early of an age. I don't think, uh, despite Hal Roach's protest, and he Hal lived to be 100 years old, he outlived most of those kids. But uh, I guess for him, you know, everything was cool. But uh, you know that that book is, is about show business. But I everything I write is 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 about corruption and unfairness and injustice. I that's what interests me. I'm always ranting and raving about that. Why do heathens rage? Uh, it says, when's your new book? When's the new book coming out? Well, yeah, what's which book? I mean, I, I have three books, um, and they're all going to be coming out in some order. Uh, Hidden History 3 is probably going to be the last one. Uh, and that's uh, because it's it's with uh, Skyhorse, and um, 
they seem to have an interest. They asked me who I wanted to write the foreword the other day. And I, I gave them three choices. I shot as big as I could. And they said, uh, you know, Oliver Stone, Robert F. Kennedy Jr. or Tucker Carlson. Um, again, I'm, sh I'm shooting big and trying to get the what I think would help the book the most as far as the name. Fanny, if I get any of them, I'll be amazed. But, you know, hell, I always ask the prettiest girls to dance. That's, that's my uh, philosophy. You know, you shoot high. You swing. You don't get a hit without swinging. Um, so that's probably going to be out last. Hopefully, you know, that'll be out maybe at the end of this year. Um, Masking the Truth, the book about the pandemic that I'm working on, it's pretty much done. I just want to tie up loose ends. And uh, that's why I asked uh, Richard about the refrigerated trucks, because I'm trying to get some concrete uh, rebuttal to that. And I hope Jason Goodman gets back to me, but I know that they had people that that found out that that was as BS as the as the hospitals being overcrowded were. But I want to make sure uh, that's true. And, and uh, he he why why do heathens rage listens to me on rents and your he says your COVID book yeah that's, so that's that's going to come out basically I'm controlling that I don't think although it's it's a you know basically uh, I'm not self publishing it but my friend S T Patrick who does Midnight Writers News is very uh, supportive of me. Also publishes uh, Garrison and Deep Truth Journal, a couple of nice journals that's published me before about different subjects, a lot of good people. And I think Chris Graves is going to have an article in one of the, I think Garrison coming up soon. But um, it's going to be up to, I don't know how fast he'll move on it, but I, I would imagine it would be out within the next few months once I've heard it tuned in. And the problem with, with, with the subject matter is it's continuing, that it doesn't stop. So it's really hard to end a book like that. So um, that's the problem is that when I, when I think, oh, I got I to put this in there. Look what happened here. You know, so at some point I just have to cut it off and send it. So it will be pretty soon. And then I have a book about the Beatles, which I'm writing with my friend Bob Wilson. Uh, that's just a fun book. And that that'll probably be coming out soon. So either the pandemic book or the Beatles book will be coming out soon, probably very close to each other. Um White Wolf says, I want masking the truth. Where can I get it paying with old-fashioned cash? <laughs> well, I'll let you know when it comes out. It's going to be um, – but uh, wherever you buy it will be appreciated. I don't I don't really – I don't know that I get any more money. It might be a tiny bit uh, wherever, depending on where you – but, I mean, Amazon is fine. I don't support Amazon, but – as a writer, uh, there's a vested interest in having people buy on Amazon because it's the only, it's the biggest format for books. And it's the one where you see where the reviews go and the number of likes and um, the, and that matters for future books. And it matters for people, you know, people are followers and they like winners. So if they, if they come across your book and like hidden history, it's got 430 some um, ratings now which is a, a real good amount. So people see that and go, oh, they'll stop and look at that. Where if it had four ratings, uh, you know, you probably just go, well, I want to lose their book. You know, that's the, uh, that's the way it is. So I, I will definitely let you know what, what, what I'll be promoting the hell out of it. Believe me. And, uh, but I think it's going to be in all the conventional places. It won't be in bookstores. Obviously I'll, I'll try to get it in libraries. Hopefully I can. John Bassiglone says being a little bit paranoid keeps help keeps you alive. Yeah, absolutely. You got to do that. But um, dark pushes UFO sightings can take some other worlds. I disagree. I assume you mean dark journalists, William Hill. Um, dark journalists, I, you know, again, and I, I, I'm not bad mouthing anybody, but I just, 
uh, this community has a lot of interesting people in it. The dark journalist interviewed me many years ago, wanted to interview me with hidden history. And uh, I don't know what happened. He never aired the, uh, the interview. And uh, when I asked him about it, he just acted weirder and weirder. And uh, I just felt uncomfortable having video out there of me that I had no control over in that scene. It's still out there. He never sent me a file and he didn't give me any kind of, uh, uh, any kind of um, reason for it. And so I don't know what happened to that, but I, I know we, we have mutual friends and we run in the same circles, uh, cyber wise, but for whatever reason, I don't know. I don't know what I did. I did nothing. You know, he said he loved the interview, but that's it. Uh, Sam Bodie's tree said, put a damn contact email on your about. Don't I, I don't have, you mean on my website? No, no. I'm pretty sure my email is there. My email is authorjeffries at gmail.com. I thought my email is pretty easy to find. I thought, oh, you mean on YouTube? Okay. Yeah, I guess I should do that. Okay. I'll do that on my YouTube channel. I'll see that. Thank you. I will do a good, good point. Let's see what else we have here. Amazon race is good book go figure well I mean they do some but I mean the only the only book I know that uh, that was uh, banned there and that was Jim Fetzer's book about Sandy Hook and I'm not even going to say the title because I'm that paranoid about it that they could take me saying it <laughs> say that I said that uh, and it, it's it's ridiculous they, they shouldn't be banning anything but again that's where we're uh, that's where we're at as a society that's when against censorship of, of any kind it doesn't matter what it is. Uh, Ray Ban said, will I be able to get it on Kindle? Absolutely. Sure. Yeah, we'll put it with everything I have is on Kindle. Um, three of my books are on audio, Hidden History, um, Crimes and Cover-Ups in American Politics, 1976, 1963, and uh, the Showbiz book on Bard Fame. But uh, Survival of the Richest, frankly, hasn't sold enough. And uh, Bullyocracy, I, I, I think the publisher would be unable to do it. I don't, I don't know. I don't even want to bother him about it. Um, I want to see if we can do an audio for Mask and the Truth. I don't know. I'll have to talk to S.T. Patrick about that. I'm not sure the cost or anything. Yeah. Um, and I don't know if I get somebody. I had somebody that was in, I thought was interested in reading it, but we've kind of had a falling out for some unknown reason. So it happens. But um, so, yeah, very exciting time. I have lots of things going up, but I, I'm really promoting my Substack. My Substack is getting to where I'm getting a, a decent amount of paid subscribers now. So uh, if you, uh, I, I really appreciate you guys uh, tipping me here, but if you want to be a paid subscriber to, to Substack, that would probably be preferable uh, if I had a choice to ask you how to support me. But uh, yeah, Ray Ben says he's talking about your YouTube. Okay, I need to do that. I don't pay a lot of time. My YouTube channel, it's barely, it, it stays up because uh, we, we delete every one of these shows because if they see it, they'll take it down like they do. And um and they've definitely, they've frozen my subscribers for I don't know how long. I don't know how many of you, if you guys haven't subscribed, you should try subscribing and seeing. But I've just noticed the number stay the same forever. And that's kind of the way it is on Twitter too. <laughs> it's not exactly growing much either. Um, let's see. Uh, Chris Buckin says he has a huge online. Yeah, and that, that's the thing that irritates me, I think, most about Dark Journalists is that when he first interviewed me, he didn't have a big audience. And I'm not sure how it grew like it did. You know, I, I wonder about these other people. But um, 
Yeah, and so I, 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 you know, I wanted my thing to go up on his YouTube. I assume he still has YouTube. Get lots of views and maybe, uh, yeah, maybe grow myself. But uh, cool. Chris says he thinks he's finally found one. Don, the truth behind refrigerated mortar truck stories are how to manufacture master by bearing. I assume I'll be getting that link from you, Chris. That's fantastic. That's, ladies and gentlemen, that is super researcher. Chris Graves, who uh, is becoming a bit of a celebrity himself now. He's getting shout outs from David Knight. So I, uh, we know him when. I really appreciate, appreciate it. Uh, uh, why do Heathens Raid says my recent article on race was spot on? I'm not sure. Did I write a recent article other than I alluded to it, I guess, in the DeMar Hamlet article? I'm not sure which, uh, which article I certainly have written <laughs> about race. I don't fear to go there. And, uh, Unlike virtually every other white writer, I must say, uh, and again, I'm not doing it from a position of hate. And I, I think uh, uh, people make mistake that they don't, uh, as if you know that the that race is the sole province of uh, of non-whites. It's ridiculous, and that's uh, obviously we all have a. If we're going to talk about race, we ought to all be able to talk about it. Either race is a forbidden subject, and no one should talk about it, but you can have a one of the many reasons why you can't have a cohesive society is if you have a society like ours where you have one race, and that would be not even our biggest minority anymore. No, I'm sorry. Despite television commercials, no. Blacks are not the biggest minority in America. Hispanics are. So not even our largest minority to be uh, constantly telling them that their entire uh, life revolves around their race, and yet uh, on the other opposite end of the spectrum, white people are supposed to, it's almost like an original sin. But we're born with original sin and we're supposed to be uh, nothing but guilt-ridden and otherwise don't mention, shut up. Well, shut about your heritage. Shut up. You know, and that's, you, you can't have a society like that. How can you, I mean, that's ridiculous. Uh, Chris says, uh, Buckin says, is a lawyer based in West Virginia who specializes in police corruption and civil rights violations. You should try to have him on, the civil rights lawyer is his channel. I will look that up. Thank you, Chris. If you have any uh, contact info, but hey, I, I'll try to find uh, the civil rights lawyer. Yeah, absolutely. I want to have more of that. I'm trying to get John Whitehead on too, uh, the Rutherford Institute. Uh, he and I have, you know, definitely in the same world. So he does a lot of great stuff with the Rutherford on police corruption. Uh, said uh, William Hill said he thinks Stark is pushing uh, his UFO stories to be used to push the one rule. I, I don't know. I don't know what he's doing. I just know that he uh, that he had me on there once and said he loved me. Uh, he uh, he liked the picture of my daughter. I know on Skype because he thought it was first. He thought it was my wife or my girlfriend. He said, "Wow, man!" I said, "Okay," <laughs> but you know. We had a nice interview. It was a long interview. And he said, hey, that went really great. And I, I, you know, I just, I, I don't know why that bothers me, but it, it just does. Um, yeah, maybe, uh, yeah. Uh, Mark E.W. Mark says, uh, thinks DJ got the audience through Farrell and uh, Catherine. Well, Catherine Austin Fitz, I know, has a big audience. I've never had her. I don't know. I don't know if I ever tried to contact her or not. I don't know. Uh, Chris Bucket says blacks are overrepresented in crime. In fact, you're not allowed to talk about it, even though they talk about race all day. Well, then that's the thing. And it's like, it's like, 
when I was a good liberal back in the day and a civil libertarian, I, I you know I was told it was wrong to generalize about people. It's wrong to to judge an entire group of people by the actions of a few. And I still believe that. But the problem is that, uh, and stereotypes are wrong, but the problem is in terms of black people, especially the stereotypes about them have been now become institutionalized. They're great natural athletes, great entertainers. They have big schlongs. I mean, that's, I mean, all, all the, all the great lovers. I mean, all the ones that, you know, would any race would love to have. Right. But there are no negative stereotypes about them. And so, but they're, what, what, you know, you can't say, and of course, in, in terms of whites, yeah, we're all white supremacists. We're all, we have white privilege. Uh, they can say anything about when, and I object to that all the time and say white people. I say, well, you're not saying some white people. You're not saying it's always white people. And, uh, you know, I just, I object to that. I think it's wrong. But again, I, you know, not many people seem to agree with me. Chris Buggins, I think like a cop is really good too. His name is Rick Gore. He used to be a cop and FBI agent. Oh, okay. I'll check that out. I certainly like uh, as many uh, guest ideas as possible. You should listen to your, always listen to your gut, Don Ray Ben. Well, I, I do, I think. Uh, William Hale says he detests blanket statements by racists, right? Absolutely. And that's, that's the, that's the, uh, that's the reality. And Chris Buckin says they're overrepresented over in crime down under two. I mean, it is, you have to, truth is truth. And it's it's one thing if it's a slight, uh, but when when there's a glaring thing, for instance, okay, why why is twelve percent of the population, eighty percent of the NBA, and getting very close to that in the NFL? Well, that's a meritocracy, really. Okay, well, how do you explain that then? So really, only black people can play running back in the NFL, or quarterback, defensive back. Um, that doesn't make any sense, right? Only blacks can win slam dunk contests. I mean, that goes against what <coughs> the uh, we're all equal thing, doesn't it? So, uh, but again, then you get into things like why are why is the head of every uh, president of every major network a Jew? Why is uh, head of movie studios? I mean, that's the overrepresentation there. And then you get into trouble with that. These are these are observations, and they're uh, they're legitimate observations, I think. And I see Tony Arterberg is coming in. How you doing, Tony? Hey, hey, Don. The show sounded great. What I could—I have sorry, I was so busy here at the shop, and I had people talking to me. But uh, I'm gonna have to go back and listen to it. It sounded like you had <laughs> there's a lot of energy in that uh, with the guest. It was great. Oh yeah. So so you because I, I I don't know. A couple of people said it was it was chopping up, and I noticed one. I should I have none of these. Okay, good. Well, maybe when you listen to it, see, because I mean. I don't know. I, I I thought he was he seemed to be kind of breaking up a little bit sometimes. But people say, and of course, when I first went to the Rockfin chat room, uh, that seems to mess it up. And I don't. It shouldn't do that. I don't know why. You know, but when I open a, a, another window. But uh, at any rate, that's it. So uh, you. But yeah, Citizen Richard is, is quite the guy. Apparently, I'll be able to read him. Maybe. Uh, yeah, maybe I'll meet him in real life because I didn't know he was close to me. So uh, maybe we'll go. Yeah, maybe we'll kind of do, a, do an on-site investigation. Yeah, I don't, I don't know if I'm uh, up to that stuff though. You know, I mean, Citizen Richard may have more guts than I do at this point. I don't know. I don't, I'm certainly not going to scream at a bunch of people like he he's willing to do. But 
Well, we don't yes, need you getting arrested and getting in the system, Don. We just want we want you uh, writing hidden history four, five, six, and you keep going. You got to you got to keep putting out. Exactly. <laughs> That's what I'm trying to do, and I hope I said you know hidden uh, Skyhorse gave me a preliminary indication. You know, maybe they're interested in hidden history three, but uh, and they they asked me like who I wanted to write the four. They haven't sent me a contract yet, but I. Uh, I gave him three picks. I told him, I said, uh, I, I said, Oliver Stone, Robert F. Kennedy Jr. or, or Tucker Carlson. So, uh, you know, I'm asking for some pretty girls to dance there, but I don't know if that'll happen. But I figure, you know, why, why not swing for the fences? Absolutely. You, well, happen. You, you, did, you absolutely. That well, would be, I think those those would be fitting introductions. I, I, hope, I, I hope so. I think Oliver Stone in particular would be perfect for it, but uh, we'll see. I didn't think I would get Ron Paul. So, you know, uh, it's, uh, it's, uh, you know, if you, I don't know if you can see the Rockman chat. I, I know I, Stephanie Green tipped me, somebody else tipped me, and I couldn't find it. I don't know. I don't know if you, through Don, see if I can find it. Hold on. Yeah. And, uh, but I, uh, I don't know if anything else, I missed anything else there, but, uh, certainly appreciate all you guys in the chat. And uh, I, I told Christy Rippinger. Christy Rippinger. Oh, I don't recognize the name. Well, thank you. Thank and you, Christy. Stephanie Green. Steph gave you Stephanie Green. Yeah, yeah, Stephanie Green, I saw it. Well, thank you, Christy. I appreciate that. And uh, we didn't see Jason Barker. Apparently, he's uh, you know he's uh, too big for the chat room now. He's appearing on David Knight. Did you hear that? He, uh, he, he, I, was I, on he followed me on Thursday. So yeah. congratulations to that. Yeah, he's. we'll have to get his autograph uh, soon. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's great. We're, we'll we'll, uh, we'll be talking to you tomorrow at 12 for America Unplugged, right? Yes, sir. Sounds Always. Good. Okay. Well, everybody, well, thanks for listening. I appreciate uh, everybody that uh, come appreciate the tips and uh, appreciate the comments. And uh, Tony, please get rid of this one quick off of YouTube because you obviously the subject matter was right <laughs> appreciated. So thanks, everybody, for listening to I Protest. We'll talk to you next week. Same time, same channel.